0: Welcome to Liberty or Pie. This is Megan.
1: This is Jim. And this is Albert.
0: So you're probably going to hear some dogs in the background. There's nothing we can do about it because they're not our dogs. And we can't really um, go next door and tell them to shut the hell up. Because so. this is
2: California, and that would be a microaggression. Right. Or ma- macroaggression. <laughs> macroaggression. Shut the <laughs> hell up. I'm going to get very aggressive, so it's a macroaggression. <laughs> um, you'll probably hear some eating and drinking, which is us, and no, we're not going to stop.
1: And it's uh, string cheese, uh, diet soda for Jim and I, because we're good kids. Yeah. And then Megan's on the booze. Right. Because we just watched an awful movie. <laughs>
0: Terrible movie that I am a officially traumatized from i have ptsd so i'm going to be going to counseling and taking advantage of california's um disability for
1: you need an emotional support wine
0: yes (laughs) i need an emotional support gecko gecko
1: gecko Gecko.
0: Gecko. (laughs) that's what i need
1: may i ask why a gecko
0: because uh, it's the first thing that came to mind. Chinchilla was the very next thing that came to mind. Chinchilla. They're,
1: <laughs> they're both small. Yeah. yeah. But one's kind of scaly and the other one's very soft. and Very soft,
0: soft and furry. But I'm kind of, I feel like a gecko would be easier to take care of over a chinchilla. Chinchillas are very sensitive.
1: Well, they have to like powder their fur and stuff, right?
0: Yes. They, they have to take sand baths, whereas geckos just need a moist environment. Lick their eyeballs. Normally.
1: And they might try to sell you insurance,
0: right? Right. So, got to be careful the kind of gecko. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because it's what fifteen percent or more. And right. 15. fifteen minutes can save you fifteen
1: percent or more.
0: <laughs> so um, today's topics are men that are being consistently, Ugh, basically men. mistreated. Um, the I'm going to say the fictitious belief that there's a huge misogynistic. Um, lifestyle out there and misogyny has just taken over everything in the world. And now, men and actually not really now, but for a couple decades now, men have been perceived to be idiots in media. No, and
1: still, still, correct. like yeah, looking the, at
0: commercials The since last, then? The last couple decades. Oh, yeah, I thought you
2: saying since then, not oh, today. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: yeah. So, um, this is, this is something that I think has bothered all of us all together. Um, for me in particular, I, one thing that comes to mind is there's a post on Facebook where a man really put forth the effort to try and make his lady have a relaxing night. He put his kids up, um, to be babysat, (laughs) 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 to be babysat. He set up the bathroom with candles and scents and and incense, excuse me, and put pulled a bubble bath for her and everything. Just pulled the work, slippers, robe, everything. And she pointed out that he left the shower curtain in the full bathtub and that it was gross. And I'm sitting there going, that's bullshit. Look at the effort he put in for you. And you're going to complain at him about the shower curtain still being in the bathtub. And there were so many people, and this was on, uh, the books of the face, by the way. Mm-hmm. So people were commenting on there. Oh yeah, that's disgusting. Leaving the shower curtain in there. People, I, I mean, women, literally hundred percent women. Oh, that's disgusting. And I was talking to Albert about this. And I said, so people don't clean their shower curtains. They don't throw them in the wash. They don't wash their bathtub. A little bit of
1: spray bleach. Right. Right. And
0: I I, I commented on there. I said, so wait, why is it a big deal? And they were saying, oh, it's disgusting. Uh, People taking showers in there? That's gross. And I'm like, your man put the effort in for you. Your man actually put the thought in, which you have, I guarantee, been asking for. And men don't usually do that. They don't usually put the thought into doing something like that for you. And you want to complain about the one small thing. Why don't you wash your shower curtains? Why don't you wash your bathtub? So I I put that forward and nobody actually... Actually, the only people that responded, I think, were two people that agreed with me.
3: Yeah.
2: You see a lot of...
1: um, Megan hates women. That's what it is.
2: Yeah. Internalized misogyny, for sure. But you see a lot of women post... One post will be about how much they love their husband and how great he's, like, on his birthday or on Valentine's Day or something like that, right? But then throughout the year, they'll just post a bunch of stuff about how stupid he is and how he doesn't do anything for himself and blah, blah, blah. And I always want to be like, I wonder if he knows that's how you really think about him. Because mm-hmm. you can say it's a joke, but it's, it's probably not. It's is this not. a
1: hint of truth? right yeah
2: and it's like I wonder if that's what what he thinks of when if he read that and go no that's really how she thinks of you right is you're a big goofball who this whole idea that like he'd be nothing without me and um, you have to be afraid of your wife and all this kind of stuff I'm like that's that's why divorce is so high <laughs> like is there's no respect
1: well I think some of that is that society's given women so much power legally yeah over men, and they, they talk about you know, if if we were really a misogyny, m- misogynistic society, then women wouldn't have any rights, yeah. You know, um, and they, they would be second class citizens, yet men bend over backwards to try and accommodate a lot of women, um, try and make them feel safer and more comfortable. Sure, there's jerks out there in the world, but yeah. you know what? Most real men. Um, go to bat and fight for for real women. Yeah, right. Um, and it's one one thing that always it's just kind of irritating, right? Is like commercials and stuff where yeah. it's. Uh, Generally a man trying to figure out how something works and the woman comes up and goes, oh, this is how it is, you big dummy. And like yeah. does whatever it Rolls is. Rolls her really, eyes. Right. And, yeah. It's like why they are always portraying men as stupid or inept or something like that. And after a while, it's it's just, it gets to you, right? Because if,
2: if you're going to talk about how they set an unrealistic body standard for women, right? Okay, so you're saying that commercials and that influence the way people see each other and you see yourself, eventually you have to assume that women are going to not respect men because they've seen enough of this goofy, dumb guy that they just assume that that's how husbands are. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was one, I don't remember what it was a commercial for, but they were going out and she's all dressed up and everything, right? And he's getting dressed up too and he's got a big stain on his shirt. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, you have to go change. He's like... I don't wanna He's like, I want this shirt and she's like, But you have a stain and like you have to go change I'm like what grown ass man is gonna walk out and be like, I don't wanna change this shirt, I have a stain in
1: Me. Like I wouldn't care. Megan's like, you got to stand on your shirt. And I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it.
2: Yeah, but I don't tell you you have to go change it. But, that's, yeah. Yeah. but if you're dressing, if you guys are dressing like if we're going on nice. a date, yeah. yeah,
1: Like if we're going on a date night or something, it's like, oh, i got to stand. Oh, I'm going to go change my shirt. Yeah. Because I it'll look nice. And this
2: whole idea, and it happens on Facebook, too, of like, my husband's another one of my children. I have four children. One's a grown, you know. Right.
1: Well, and some of that's just a joke, right? I mean, yeah. we, we joke about it all the time as far as. You know, men never grow up. Their toys just get more expensive. Yeah. Right? I've, I've got a bunch of, you know, hobby models and stuff I play with, and they're a lot more expensive than uh, than toys used to be. But um, a lot of that is, you know, I think men trying to get back some of their childhood, or or at least that's keeping what they enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because you grow up doesn't mean you have to be boring.
0: Yeah. And like, you can't
1: enjoy things anymore.
0: So one thing that actually comes to mind that I still regret personally is when we were moving out. So Albert and I got engaged while I was still in high school. We got engaged at my junior prom. And right. we, when I turned 18, I moved in with him and his parents. And then when we were ready to move out into our own apartment after we got, after we got married, um, his parents were helping us move. And he, they pulled out this stuffed elephant of yours and they, what was his name? Ed. Ed. He was Ed Ed the Elephant. And they, they came to me first and they said, don't you think we should throw this away? Me being the new bride wanting to impress my in-laws. I'm like, oh oh yeah, he should totally be grown up and, and not have that for sure. And then they went to him. And said, we're going to throw this away. And you were like, no, that's Ed, my elephant. That's my childhood. But they ended up throwing it away anyways. Yep. And I honestly, I still feel guilt for that to this day because I wasn't. I was a new bride. I didn't have the confidence at that time to say, no, let's keep him. It's up to Albert. But. But. From a woman's standpoint that that wasn't fair for your parents to do because I think they knew I wasn't gonna stand up to them at that time in that way.
1: You, you didn't want to be the uh, the thorn right you just kind of going with the flow right. But you know what me and that elephant we had some good times mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and I remember <laughs> I remember one particular time uh, my brother and his buddy were messing around with our old VHS, recorder right like a hand big old mountain on your shoulder like video recorder oh right god those things. yeah and like we were messing around with it like we were it was my parents and this and that and one day i go and watch a video because i wanted to use it and i'm watching the video on there and it's my brother and his buddy beating up my stuffed elephant right they're like you know, dropping big elbows and doing like you know wrestling moves and stuff on this. Guy, on I this thought that was elephant. just your koala. Mm-mm. It was it was Ed the elephant, and like I remember, we had this uh, this plastic knife. Right, you can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a um, uh, a toy from like a Happy Meal or a, a like a Burger King meal or something like that when the movie Hook came out. Oh. Right. And I remember this vividly. I had like an orange handle and stuff. It was supposed to look like bamboo or something. But they were like stabbing Ed. And this, and they are just tearing this guy apart. And I was watching it on this video like horrified that they were being mean to my stuffed elephant. And uh, I won't forget that. But you know what? I, I, I do miss Ed. We had a lot of good times taking him by the trunk and swinging him around and hitting my brother with him. But, uh, you know what, you, there's, there's times like that that you always want to try to recapture and, and bring that happiness back. You yeah. know, it, d- it doesn't mean that you're childish. It just means you're, you're looking for that joy that now escapes you.
2: Yeah. But definitely, there's this, this is one of the things I want to talk about. There's this idea, and it's with mostly women. I'm going to just say that it's mostly women. A lot of it is feminists. But it's mostly women of this idea that all of life just happens to women Uh like men are in control of it all the time and everything that has happened to them that's been bad is because of somebody else and it's happened to them Uh instead of because of their own decision making right you know and and every girl i've never known has always acted like they're always ready for love and they're always ready for marriage and they're this most mature thing in the world And it's like well you're you know, some, you're also to blame for some of this stuff. It's not. It can't be all men's
1: fault. There's no way that it's... Well, at some point you have to look at the common denominator. Yeah. And after a while it's you, right? People don't like that, though. Oh, of course they don't. Because yeah. then that means they have to change.
2: Now, do I think men are victims? No, I think, you know... Well, they can be. They can be. They can be victims in times where they are the victim, but there's also times where... You, Some guys do need to grow up, but some women need to grow up. That's not a gender thing. And there's
1: a difference, I think, between growing up and maturity, right? And I think it's more about maturity than it is about, quote-unquote, growing up.
0: So women, just strictly from my point of view, growing up, um, I was expected to act like an adult way before I feel like it was my time to act like an adult. When I was like 12, I was told to, um, first off I was told to act like an adult. And then when I would try to, I was told to act my age. Now, maybe that was more my household, but it was a very confusing, um, message and, I was, I was raised to, I have to clean the dishes. I have to do this and I have to do that. And it is my role to expect to do these certain chores, but at the same time expect a certain type of personality and job out of my husband or significant other. So it is, I I feel like it is a generational thing that it's it's up to interpretation to a certain point.
2: Yeah. And now what you're running into, it's really a weird time to be dating. Yes. Because you run into a lot of people uh, who expect traditionally masculine things out of men. Mm -hmm. And don't expect to be traditionally feminine things out of women. Right. Like they still want the pro- provider, the protector, which I think at a deep level, women at some level will always want something along those lines. Uh-huh. But they're still expecting the old school man that they've been, we've all been taught about with uh-huh. men aren't raising men nowadays, so that's not happening, uh-huh. which is one of our big issues in this country is Men aren't raising men. Mm -hmm. You know, we're being raised in single-parent households. You know, your teacher's most likely female. You're probably being raised by your mom and your grandma. You're brown women all the time, and Mm -hmm. so there's a lack of, like, male figures to raise them. But then also, if you're going to expect traditionally male roles, then you're going to have to expect to fill traditionally female roles.
0: Right. So... Going back, the only thing I really have to base anything off of is mine and Albert's relationship, and we've been together since two thousand five. It is now two thousand twenty. Um, we've been married since July fourth, two thousand six.
1: Fourth of July, day so of bondage.
0: We've we've been together for fifteen years. Yeah, and when we first started dating, I was very independent. I was like, no. I can do this myself. I want to do this myself. I'm going to be an independent person, but still have my significant other. God damn if I'm not
1: kicking myself
0: in the ass for that shit now.
1: Guess who's not opening the car door for her anymore. Right. Who's not?
0: not opening the car door for me? Who, uh, they, so I wanted the door opened for me, but I still opened the door for myself. It wasn't really until I got pregnant with our our. Um, daughter, until Albert started really opening the door for me and was like announcing, "I'm going to open the door for you." And even now, if I'm holding her, he'll say, "I'm opening the door for you." So, I I have to still train myself out of that independent um, female mindset because really, I want to have that chivalrous man. Yeah. I really do. I want him to open the door for me. I want him to do these things for me. I he's even told me I need you to tell me when you want help, because you're just willing, you're just gonna do it for yourself. You're gonna climb up on that kitchen counter, and grab that dish on the top shelf at I'm five foot nothing. Yeah. And uh, I need you to tell me when you want help. So lately, I have been very mindful of telling him when I want the help because I want. I want that chivalrous relationship. I want him to do those things for me. And I'm more than happy to help. No, yeah, right? nothing.
2: Nothing brings men greater joy than to be helpful,
1: especially to a woman. <laughs> well, like I, it really is. Like I, I, think it's it's one of the base, you know, animalistic things. Yeah, you know, goes to that base of being a man. Is you need there's a need to be useful. Yeah. Right. If if you don't have a use or a purpose as a man, what are you?
2: Yeah.
1: Right. And that because,
2: role for a million years has been provider. Right. And
1: protector. And, and you know, okay, you need something, let me go get it. Oh, you feel in danger, let me protect you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for women it's nurturing. It's let let me raise the children and 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 make sure that the homestead is in order. While you go out and hunt and gather and provide.
0: 100%.
1: And you know what? It worked for thousands of years. And now lately, society's trying to change it to you could be whatever you want to be. And you know what? We're seeing more and more things like that come along. And relationships are falling apart. Birth rates are dropping. People are not as happy as they were. And it's just this... Big trigger of events yeah. that's really taking society down as far as um, how how they feel about themselves. I think it's a big self-confidence loss, especially for men when they're told that they're not needed anymore. Yeah. And I don't think women are happy having to be the strong, independent woman.
0: There's so there are very few that maybe are because they feel proud of their achievements and accomplishments. They're working hard and they're working towards what they want, but undoubtedly there's regrets. They probably want to be there to see their children grow up. And that was a huge thing between Albert and I was, I want to see our daughter grow up. Well, women have,
2: have, uh, what's been happening is women are figuring out what men have known for a long time is work sucks. Yeah. It
1: sucks. <laughs> like, but it's our suck. Yeah. Right? We we submit ourselves to that yeah. suck so that way, hopefully, our wives and women or whatever are happier yeah. being able to stay at home with the children. Because to most women, I'm not going to say all, but to most women, that is their fulfillment.
0: Me. I'm going to say it's and me. You get, <laughs> but, you, you know, women
2: are, when women are like, well, we want to work. And then we're like, are you? Are you sure? Why? Because it came after, you know, like the World War II thing when the, when women started to, to be in production.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That was very much with a purpose.
0: Right. So it you was were a going necessity.
2: To, you were going to work every day. W- nece- it was a necessity mm-hmm. and with a full purpose. So once once everyday life becomes not as purposeful as winning World War II, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden it's just work. And men are like, are you sure? And like, we want careers and families. And men are like... "It."
1: You it doesn't
2: work you, that way you gotta have one or the because other. by the way men aren't going to do the work and family thing which means men are going to work more hours do all that kind of stuff which leads to that earnings gap we see
1: Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: well also w- when you talk about like the, the pay gap right is women take off more time off of work to be yeah. with the kids to go to school recitals to pick kids up from daycare to take them to sports and- for
0: menstruation cycles for, From what I've heard. For
1: pregnancies, for whatever yeah. it is, right? There, there's a lot more things that women need to attend to in their personal lives than, than men do. Because men's main focus, generally speaking, is the provider. Yeah. And so, of course, if men are working more hours at the same job, even at the same pay rate, mm-hmm. they're going to end up with more because they're taking less time off. Yeah,
2: right. And we work in an industry that's mostly women. Yeah. And yeah. you can see that battle. Every talk to every single person we work with, most of them are female and all of them are going to be like, I wish I could figure out a better work life balance. Mm
3: -hmm. So
0: there's, there's a particular agent that I've known for almost actually about a decade now. Um, she has worked her ass off Mm -hmm. and I can almost guarantee that both of you would know who I'm talking about if I just said one, one single letter of her name but she divorced her first husband, got remarried, and was in labor with her second child. And while she was in labor, she was on the phone, still doing business and trying to work. And her husband, I, I don't believe he did a whole lot. He wasn't bringing in as much as she was. And she just, she's still known as the pitbull of. Our particular business yeah and she seems happy but I don't feel like she is because she's so aggressive and so straight-up mean there is definitely something with
2: women out earning their husband yeah I don't know what it could be there's lots of I'm sure there's lots of theories but I have noticed that women who out earn their husband often feel like they outwork their husband and there's, there feels like there's something unnatural about
1: that. Well, I think it goes back to the provider thing. Yeah. So if, if a wife is providing more funds than the husband, then the husband probably feels more inadequate. Yeah. Right. That he's not doing enough. And then, it, you know, it's probably, um, hurts his self-confidence and stuff like that. That doesn't mean that the woman should stop doing what she's doing yeah. or that he's, he's not inadequate or that he is inadequate. Um, but it just needs to be recognized and addressed. Yeah. And to make sure that, you know what, this is the life that we've chosen, and how do we work this out?
2: And no, I wish women would know that. It's going to be a shot to his male ego, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they might be weak. Male egos might be weak and easy to trigger, but don't throw it in his face because I also get a lot of that as they complain about it. And then the, when an argument breaks out, they'll go, well, I make more money than Right, yeah.
1: That's that's not going to help him.
2: Yeah, that's going to hurt him. It's going to make him more mad. The other thing is, it's funny we're talking about this. I'm glad we're talking about because I was I was laying in bed one night, kind of just thinking, and I was like, a weird thought popped, and I was like, you know, women really are better nurturers. Like they they're much more comforting, that just naturally than men are. Like even the way a woman like knows how to just like rub your back, like mm-hmm. just put him like, hey, that's good. A dude does that, you're like, don't touch me you know? <laughs> like, you know, like that
1: over. hand is a little large yeah. to be yeah, you uh, comforting no? me okay. like it I, feels I, like you're tenderizing me
0: yeah. right <laughs> and alfred like, tries so hard to massage my shoulders yeah.
2: and i'm like oh god you're but killing me
0: stop it doesn't even have
2: to be your like your so it doesn't even have to be someone you're with it's even just like women in general mm-hmm. like they just have a much more comforting presence about, about them it's in our nature and there's no way that that's cultural that's got to just be natural. I well, it's and, biological.
1: and I don't know if it's the same way for, for women, right? I know it is for men that it's more comforting when it, there's a woman trying to comfort them. Maybe for a woman it's, you know, a man sitting down and trying to comfort them. I don't know. I no. feel like it might be their man, though,
2: you know? Like right. If it's their, like if you were to do it to Megan, that's one thing. I don't know about that one. But, <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't know if it's just that or it's like a oh yeah she's comforting me maybe I'm going to get some right it goes back to the base instinct of oh she wants she wants my seed right let's get into some breeding these children's
0: which is why I'm afraid to give you massages Ooh.
2: ever oh no <laughs> yeah it's a, I, I was looking for an actual back massage not a back massage that led to a baby that kind of thing Right,
1: like, right. it's like no I meant Netflix and chill as in let's watch Netflix and hang out yeah, not Netflix and Bang. Right? But
2: even I, I've even felt like even with just women, the way they ask questions, the way they they're they're much softer, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just you know, like someone cries around me, I'm like, hey, don't you know, you're, you're like, please I stop. What can I do to make it stop? Do the
1: thing. It's 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 the guys' need, and in, in that to me, it's the guys' need to fix everything. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's like you're crying. Please stop. What do I have to do to make it stop? Yeah. Right. Like there's problem A, solution is B, to get to C, which is stop crying. Yeah. What Solve for B. What is it? Yeah. What do you need <laughs> to get rid of the, the tears? Which is why I don't believe
2: in the men need to share their feelings more. That's why all the problems are happening is men don't share their feelings enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like we share them too much. And you have to – men often need solutions. Right, right. Like solving problems is in our nature. That's why women get so upset because they're just venting, and it helps them to vent. Right, that way of communicating helps them. That's never helped me. You want to talk about it? No. Why? Because I won't get any closer to solving it. I'm just still at the same mad. Right. Now I've just dumped it on you. That's you, you
1: talk about it, and you're like, okay, so what's the solution? Yeah. Right. It's like if you're talking about something and there's no solution, it's called whining. Yeah. And we don't want to whine. Let's get to a solution. Let's work our way through this and figure out how to fix You'd it. You'd rather let your woman whine. No, you. we'd rather not you whine. We'd rather you just get to the point, how do we fix it? But women are, are whiners as far as that goes. They're like, I just need to vent. Let me just talk it I out. I can see that. that I've, even,
0: I've But I've even told you, I said, I don't want to fix. I just want to tell you what's going on so I can let it out. And then I'll figure out the solution and maybe figure it out with you.
1: And then even when you do, I'm like, oh, my God, please let me say something to fix this. (laughs) Like, please stop talking and let's just fix this because I don't want to hear just whining. But I know know you need to get it out.
0: Right. The other thing is, though, like the specific times that I've done that is my previous work experience where I would vent to you. And then you would try and give me a solution, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, that solution wouldn't necessarily work. It's because you're not in that same environment, and you don't maybe understand that exact environment how it it works. So it just it just depends. And I understand a man's nature is to just fix it, make it better, and Move on. there you go.
1: Yeah. On to the next problem. Right.
0: But it's that is the. That is the
2: age-old problem. I mean, that goes back generation and generation and generation, you know. Men and women have joked about that for a long time right. now. And mm-hmm. that's fine. That's just one of the things between men and women. It's what makes the relationship between the two of them so interesting. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we've lost in today's world is, and weirdly enough, uh, is that women and men like each other. Yeah. You're not just attracted to,
0: actually, actually like each
2: other. Actually get along. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: It's not so sure. There have been a lot of men who have created the world we live in now. And thank God they did. Um, because women, and regardless of your belief, a majority of women were very happy and content um, being at home and providing for the children and the family and having dinner majority of the time having dinner cooked for their husband or cooking dinner for themselves or for their husbands, excuse me, or whatever. That was their role. And that's how evolution or God or whatever you believe in, that's how it was supposed to be, how it is still supposed to be. Yeah.
1: And I, I feel if we wanted to kind of rope the politics part into it, I feel that one party over the other has a bigger issue with it. Right. I think republicans and or conservatives are happier in that regard having established basically guidelines and roles for one another in their relationships and they seem content and happy with that because if if you've got a set of guidelines and rules and everybody knows what those are then that's what you play by and everybody's happy knowing what it is but the democrats all seem to go, no, that's sexist, that's racist, that's this-ist, that-ist, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they start making up their own rules and nobody knows what the guidelines are anymore, all you have is chaos.
2: And then those, you know, they move the goalposts. So now they make up rules, they then, as you start to deal, and, okay, we'll, we'll follow those rules, they change them.
1: Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now we got to go over here. We were just over there. What
0: happened? Right.
1: Right. That's the whole, uh, I'm a strong, independent woman, and I'm women are equal to men. Okay, well, I guess you could go ahead and be a trash man, too, or work in the sewers. Yeah. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that job. Yeah, That's gross or dangerous.
0: So out of my morbid curiosity, I would want to do that, but I wouldn't want to keep doing that. I wouldn't make a career out of it.
1: And that's, that's the thing is when, when women entered the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't go for those kinds of jobs. They went for the office jobs, the clean, white-collar type of jobs for the majority of The desk of it. job. Yeah. And you know what? If that's what they want to do, great. But then don't turn around and complain when the trash man is making $50 an hour and you're a receptionist making minimum wage. Yeah.
2: Well, and then you look at country. They've done these, these studies where countries where you have greater gender equality. Mm-hmm. You have women with less participation in the STEM fields Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because maybe just maybe women as a women in general aren't as interested in those fields as men are right just you know maybe it isn't a sexist thing maybe it's just a hey women don't want to go into those things
1: naturally they're more artistic right and less mathematically focused yeah and that doesn't mean all women it just means the majority yeah and you know what it's okay to be different because if we're all the same, then nobody balances out anybody else. But if we're the opposites, right, opposites attract, your strengths make up for my weaknesses and vice versa. Yeah. You make a complete person at that point. And I think Megan and I kind of balance each other out that way too because she's very artistic and, you know, mm. um, she, she wants to do things spur of the moment where I like everything very regimented and planned Yeah. Uh, Except for these podcasts, which you guys are like, okay, these are our topics. And I'm like, well, guess we're diving into something. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and just kind of shooting from the hip on it. It
0: really depends on what it is because there are certain things where I'm, like you said, regimen, or excuse me, um, artistic, spur of the moment. I would just want to do things. But then there's also certain things where I'm like, no, it needs to be this way, this way, and this way. Like the field that we all work in. I'm like, okay, no, I have to do this, this, and this before I can submit for this, this, and this. And I'm very regimented in, in your, that. In your paperwork. In my paperwork. Or you could be very
2: regimented with, and this is in the most sexist way possible, um, the baby. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you guys' this kid. Like, Megan could be a free spirit, but that baby's bedtime is. Is eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. That baby's nap time is this, like, you know, it. it
1: and, and that's when Megan was still. Working her nine to five, and I was, you know, the one alone with the baby most of the time. We had a schedule, right? Yeah. You know, I I'd, I'd get up, I'd you know change the baby, I'd make her food, and then I'd go and, and do my routine to make sure I got in the office and got my work done and everything else. Um, and now that Megan's home, right? That's all kind of gone out the window. Like I I honestly I feel like I've got less time now. Even though she's helping me.
2: Yeah.
1: Because uh, I'm not as regimented as I was. Um, and that's not her fault. That's nobody's fault. It's just how things feel. And things I just change.
0: have a different regiment than you do. Oh, sure.
1: Like, yeah. you, you get up with the baby now and take care of her earlier. I stay up way too late. You know, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Don't get up until 8-ish. Right? And start my day instead of before... Like what? Even before the baby, we we're getting up at five, going to the gym.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You
1: know, getting back at the at house, cleaning up, getting to the office by seven o'clock. Now I'm not even waking up generally until seven thirty or eight.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, it it you know kids throw things off, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't have any. Don't have.
0: Any. <laughs> no, you want to have
1: kids? They're nice. I sh- he could borrow ours. <laughs> we'll rent them out.
2: There we go. I'll rent. I'll rent out Boom. those babies. Um. It's just it's it's interesting because I feel like a lot of the differences that men and women have had over the millennia, you know, that were back in the day just kind of a, a quick little joke between your boys, because we could all have that same experience with women, and women would joke about their men, and it right. was all kind of have now turned into almost like toxic. Like now those are issues. Right. And it's like no, men and women are are crazy are different oh wow that's yeah how bold and that's how hot, brave that's it a is hot take
1: or for you to say something like yeah. that but you know back back to like the media it's they portrayed the single mother or portrayed the single mother as the superhero it's yeah. like no that's not the superhero the superhero is the family that stays together
3: yeah
1: like why don't we have that yeah. why don't we make that like the pinnacle of family, and and bring you know, call it chauvinistic or classical or whatever it is. But you know what? Families together are better than families apart.
0: Well, that's true, but I feel like the superhero mother is because the husband left. He just bailed. So. In but in today's society, that's not the case. Well, women still but,
2: initiate the majority of of divorces. Okay. You know.
0: So. Uh, Oh, but yes. Given, yes, I Look, gotta get my government I, money. But yeah, right. Back when that first started, it's because he did bail.
1: Back when that back when that first started, really, it was under Democrats, right? Creating social programs to try and "quote unquote" help the black community, right? And what did they do? They said, "Well, if it's a single parent household, we're gonna give you this much money." If you've got this many kids, we're going to give you this much more money. And by these incentives, they degraded and and made worse the African-American society by giving, quote-unquote, benefits the worse off you were. So what was the goal? Let's be as bad as we can to get as much free money as we can.
2: Yeah. And you do have, to her point, you do have a lot of guys who... They hook up with somebody, the lady gets pregnant, they don't stick around. That mm-hmm. still that still exists. We're we're not saying that that isn't real, but again, is it the majority? Is it the vast majority? Is that everybody's case? What what are we do? A lot of people aren't getting married; they're just having kids, and then mm-hmm. guess what? They split up, or they never intended on getting married, or and it's like, well, what was the end goal? It was well, just kind of being together until we got tired of each other, and then right. leave each other, and now we also have this kid to deal with.
1: Well, right. even even then. Even those that want to be together, yeah. right? They'll, they'll stay together, but they'll never marry. I can
2: tell you as someone who's still in the dating pool, um, most, uh, uh, maybe not most, but uh, a lot of, of the people who I would date have kids. They're single mothers. Mm. Because they're late 20s, early 30s, you know, and you, even from like 25 to 32, let's say, a lot of them, if have a kid.
0: Realistically, if they're in your age range, they're still a little immature and yeah. you prefer more mature and yeah. grounded.
1: So Going after them, cougars.
2: But a lot of them have had, like, they had a kid at 19 or they had a kid at 20 or 18, or, and, you know, now they have a child.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And it's like it's just one of those things you kind of have to deal with dating now. It's weird. Yep. It's a weird time to it be date. It yeah. is.
0: And, I mean, anyway, I mean, there's so much we can go off of that, but digressing a little bit. Um, realistically men have been in the last few decades that I'm aware of since I've been alive and watched cartoons and commercials men have been shown to be the lesser part of the household they're the incompetent person in the household and I don't think that's fair because that's not true
2: yeah do you think, as the only girl in this whole thing, do you think that our girls being raised with a weird view of men? Like, wh- what do you think they're being raised with? Because I can only come from a men's standpoint, and I feel like a lot of them have been raised their mom shit-talking their dad. Uh, maybe because it's a single parent and he left or whatever, but they have this kind of negative feeling just initially towards men. Or do you think that that's
0: so i'm probably not the correct person to ask because the man who raised me
3: yeah
0: quote unquote um uh, was an abusive alcoholic so i don't have the best viewpoint of that yeah but since meeting my husband and knowing what a good man could be and and then remembering like my grandfather before he passed away in ninety six, what a good he was a great man for me, um, but I was far too young to actually be truly impacted by that. Um, I I feel like it could have. I I my my views are very biased. Okay. Um,
1: what about like interactions with your friends and their parents and stuff or like. <laughs> Did they ever talk about their experiences? So
0: so growing up, and I I think you know more of this, Albert, than a lot of people do, is um, especially in high school, um, during the summers, I would do everything in my power to go and spend the night at a friend's house because I would not want to be at my home because my stepfather drank a lot um, when he wasn't working. When he worked, he didn't drink during the weekdays. But during the weekends, he was a nightmare and abusive. And that's for another podcast at some point. But um, it, I know my mom listens to this stuff. So she's not going <laughs> to like this stuff. But whatever. It's not stuff that I haven't talked to her about it before. But um, I gave... I I would do anything to spend the night at my friends' houses, and there was one friend whose parents I finally came out to and told them what was going on, and because they didn't have evidence, they couldn't actually, like, call the police, but they let me stay over every night. Um, And her dad was... Still is, actually, I think, an engineer. He's a very loving father. They had two sons and two daughters... And he just was the most adorable dad ever. And I would just look at him going, oh my God, I wish my, I had a dad like you. And then I met Albert. and
1: Awful example. Hayes, well, no,
0: no, that's not true at all. Um, <clears throat> your dad initially was very much a, a father that I felt like I could look up to because he... He came across understanding, and it's because of, and I'm going to get very deep into this, there was one night, in fact, it was probably about 15 years ago, this time, that um, you and your dad came and got me from my parents' house because my stepdad almost pushed me down the stairs of my mom's home and almost killed me.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: And um, I'm going to get emotional right now. Um your dad was very understanding to me and helped me through a lot of that. And you did too. Um it's okay. But I never had a real man to look up to at that mm-hmm. time. <clears throat> and so as much as it hurts you when this happened in two thousand eleven it hurt me too when your dad lost basically lost his mind and pulled a gun on you um. <coughs> so for me i'm probably not the right person to ask for that because i don't really feel like i had any true positive reinforcements as far as men except for a few examples um, through my life um, there's one one steady example which is my husband and then after that is your dad Jim mm. and then you so let's I'm gonna be honest it's I have a very small sphere of positive male inf- yeah. influences in my life
1: and, it, and that that's you know that' that's reality right that's your life and it's unfortunate that there your story probably isn't unique though right there's probably a ton of people out there men and women yeah especially because they've grown up in single parent households mm-hmm. haven't necessarily had the best male influences yeah you know if you know the, it's a single mother raising her kids boys or girls it doesn't matter it, depending on the household, you know, maybe there's a man in and out every month or, you know, a couple months or every week or whatever it is. But there's going to be those odd situations where, you know what, that single mother, she's doing the best she can. She doesn't bring a man around because she wants to be able to focus on her kids. and Or she finds a man and she stays with him for years and they get married. And... He ends up being the best role model for them that he can. Yeah. You know, we're we're not going to discount any situation because there's. I'm sure there's also single fathers out there that are the same way that are either the the best provider that they can be because n- men aren't naturally that um, nurturing, right? And so maybe they try to find a woman to help nurture and rear the kids. But that doesn't work out. So they're going through a different woman every month or every week or whatever. You know, it's... Unfortunately, with how society is, it feels like that's becoming more normal... Yeah. ...than the parents that stay together for, you know, 60 years and raise their kids and have their family and grandkids and everything. I mean, like our grandparents, right... You know, my, my grandparents stayed together and my, my grandmother just passed away a little over a year ago. And my grandfather's been having a heck of a time getting over it. Yeah. And, but they've been married for, what, 60-something years. And how do you fill that void after so long? I mean, there is no words that could express that kind of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Of losing somebody that you've Loved and spent You know that much time with And raised a family and Kids and grandkids and great grandkids yeah. And you know have a huge Family now and it's It's We need to bring that back Yeah, Let's bring that back let's bring respect Back you know let's Bring The, the wholesome Family unit back Instead of Fighting and saying, you know, um, that I could be whatever I want to be. It's like, yeah, you can, but you should also be responsible and respectful. Yeah. And, you know, not cheat on your significant other and, you know, stay together.
0: Not disrespect the true role that a male if he if he wants to stay be there for you be there for your kids and and work not disrespect that role because that is such a valuable role and as somebody who didn't really have that growing up you don't understand how important it is until you don't actually have it but you
2: look at that and that's i mean it's a lot of the reason you have gangs and you have these groups being created you know is they're filling that void of...
1: They're looking for family. Yeah, Yeah.
2: of a family, and that's what they found. And it just so happens that it was, you know, maybe they're getting into the wrong things, but it's because that's where they found their group.
1: They're looking for a male role model, and it just happens to be the drug dealer down the street.
2: Yeah. Right? Because he was the one willing to do it, because he needed somebody on stand on that corner. like right. It, it does he, happen.
1: Unfortunately, he's the one teaching you responsibility. Yeah. He's the one teaching you about guns. He's the one teaching you about um, respect. Yeah. Right? Instead of your actual father, you've got the drug dealer yeah. telling you about that.
2: And it's why, you know, you have abusers often raise other abusers and all those kinds of things. Like, it, you have these serial things that run in families.
1: One, one of the best sayings I've heard about that um, is, hurt people hurt people yeah right and it's it's a rough cycle and as i mean we're all hurt in Mm -hmm. one way or another but if you want to break the cycle you have to heal yeah
0: i'm still working on that
1: i think everybody works on it but some people just ignore it and if you ignore it that's when you hurt more people
2: yeah it's also where you know you you end up a lot of the time in addiction or something like that. Mm-hmm. You've it's a it's a you know self numbing kind of thing. It's a way to fill that void. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's the easiest way to ignore it is just fill it with something bad. You know, mm-hmm. people get drunk or they do whatever, and that fills it. Because then I can ignore that. It right. The time to kind
0: of And that's something. There's one instance that I can remember vividly, and I still, I my left. I have a little tweak in my left knee that comes up every once in a while and when it gets too cold or I walk too much, my left knee just hurts and it's because my, my stepfather, one night I didn't quote unquote feed the dogs correctly and he took me, literally grabbed me by my hair and threw me in the backyard and I landed on my left knee and my left arm And my knee's just been messed up ever since. But my mom actually came out that one time and said, did your parents ever do that to you? And he turned to her and said, yes, they did and walked away. So whether he made that up or not, he was still, he still is a hurt person who hurt people. And, and that's just how he is throughout my whole life. Knowing him, he was a hurt man and still is a hurt man who hurts people because he doesn't know how else to be. Well, my, my
2: grandma, um, she was bipolar, and, and don't mean that facetiously, I mean that, that she should probably should have been diagnosed with bipolar. She had two legitimate personalities. Mm-hmm. One was one of the sweetest people you've ever met, and the other one was just absolutely nuts, mm-hmm. uh, crazy as can be, right? And it got to a point, we had uh, we had nicknames for each of them, right? So Annie was the mean one. Patsy That's which right. is what she went by. Because her middle name was Patricia, but she went by Patsy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That was the normal person. She's one of the sweetest people. But then you had Annie, who was the, the the, the mean one. So, mm-hmm. But what it was was a, a defense mechanism that was built because her dad was a real pos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and abandoned them. Um, I mean, this was back in the forties too. It was back when you know men didn't do that. Like you, right. that wasn't acceptable. Right. You know, abandon him, he was a drunk, he was abusive, he was all these things, right? And and he, when he left, they kind of left it up to her. She was the middle of ten kids to kind of raise everyone. So that Annie, that mean personality, was simply a survival tactic that she had to develop to just make it through.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and to help, probably to help rear the other kids. Yeah. And, you know, get in line or else, you know, X, Y, Z.
2: You know, and then she had to go to work at 16, 17, 18 as a, you know, young woman in the late 40s. Right. Or early 50s, you know, until she met my grandpa, it was like, you had to be tough. Yeah. You know, that wasn't a great place to be a lot of times for, you know, because it wasn't, men worked back then. That's just kind of how it was.
1: But yeah. then, w- women were like the waitress or laundry yeah. mats or whatever, you know, typically the stereotypical kind yeah. of roles
2: and the best defense against a bad guy is a good guy and I mean that by men like a, you know yeah. bad men like who are abusive well, the best protection is a good guy is willing to step in and you know and unfortunately we've lost we've lost a lot of that
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it reminds me of a meme I was just reading earlier and I told it to Megan it was a, a guy saying oh I saw this kid getting beat up by two guys in the alleyway so I went to go help him that kid didn't stand a chance against the three of us, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, you know, we joke about it, yeah. but that's today's society, yeah. is a lot of people will go and just kick you while you're down
3: yeah.
1: And, instead of trying to help and, and uh, be, be the hero. But, you know, the the best defense, and like you were saying, the best defense for, against a bad guy is a good guy. You know what? The best defense for anybody, depending on the situation, is like a firearm. Yeah. Also, I mean, you know, if you're looking at it from a, f- a complete physical standpoint, yeah. right? Grandma could defend herself against, you know, Billy Joe Butcher or whatever, you know, some ma- maniac killer. Yeah. If all he's got on his is a knife and she's got a gun. It's a great equalizer, she's, yeah. She's got the advantage at that point, yeah. Yeah. right? But, uh, you know, I-, I guess that's a little off topic but, but it's, 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 it's the equalizer it right. fits
2: in with everything and uh, you know our main point I mean we have one point where we were talking about men need to be look, stop being looked at as so dumb and all that kind of stuff but there is very much also men need to stay and raise their children mm-hmm. you know but also there's the idea of you know, women initiate the most more divorces than men do like it's a majority because they know they're going to win in court they're going to win in these battles of, of, yeah, of uh, custody and all that kind of stuff. It's,
0: it's very lopsided, and men need a more equal stance. I, I totally believe in that. Um, I believe that a man should not be portrayed as a complete idiot around the household uh, it sure, for, talking from experience, there's questions that are asked to me that I'm like, well, did you lift this one piece of paper up and it, you, what you're looking for is right under there? No. But at the same time... Why not did you com- put
1: that piece of paper over what I was looking for?
0: But there's, it's they're not completely inept abs- at, at all. Yeah. And that's the way they're portrayed. And that's not fair because men hold such a strong... Stance, I believe. And I want, I personally want men to be held up to a higher um, stance than what they are now. Right now they're portrayed as completely complete idiots other than whatever their wives tell them or significant
1: others. To, to a degree, I think, you know, I, I agree with you. It's, it's men will rise to what you expect of them. Yeah. And right now society is expecting little or nothing of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they're doing.
2: Yeah. We've built up a lot of our girls, which is totally fine. You know, you, since you were little, you've probably heard, you know, you're just as good as the boys, blah, blah, blah. You've heard all these things, right? Of, of raising the girl to be something special, right? You're going to do all these great things. We've forgotten to raise our boys a little bit. Yeah. We have. We've kind of left our boys behind.
1: It's the pussification of America, yeah. right? We've,
2: we've, you know what? little boys are more rambunctious than little girls mm-hmm. it, we're we're i can't tell you how many times you know i've hit the dirt because my buddies and i were shoving each other and not playing a game just it just got rough like it's right. all that happened is wrestling broke out or something broke out. and you know what we had to do that because if we were gonna have to sit in a chair and listen all day I'd lose my mind I, i'm a grown adult and i can't sit still <laughs> you
1: know, we record this podcast, and you get up like four times. Yeah, right? I, just I move around. Up. I have, have, have to it. stretch. Yeah.
2: Like I can't. Sit. I'm am I'm an adult, and I can't sit. Like so as a kid, it was no, there's no chance.
1: It was funny. One of my buddies was just telling us a story about uh, he was at work one day, and him and a couple of his work buddies ended up in a field somewhere. And he's like, I don't know how it started, but we just started doing body shots on each other and started <laughs> beating each other up. It was yeah. like. We didn't have a problem with one another, we just started fighting. <laughs> it's like that's just what guys do every once my, in a while. My
2: brother and I still to this day at like family events we'll pad up and start fighting. My someone <laughs> ran into my dad and was like, Hey the boys are fighting. He's like, Are they really fighting? Like what's going-? like you're padding up. He's like, Oh, okay they'll be fine. Right. One of them's bleeding. Get the boxing gloves. They okay? Yeah, probably. All right. <laughs> you know, like I end up with a bloody nose. He'd be like, Is he alright? Is it broken? Is, it a, is it a compound I would it a see or- that.
1: Is it just a regular you know, break? I
2: got, you know, I got knocked out one time. I was like 15 I was fighting my older brother and I got knocked, knocked out into the Christmas tree. Like that's how I
1: grabbed it to keep myself up. And that was it. Boys just are that way. I pushed my brother through a window over a, uh, over a milk cup. Yeah. <laughs> What? (laughs) What? I've told you this story before. No. Like we were eating uh, breakfast, uh, having cereal, right? And uh, he, I want to. I don't remember everything clearly. I don't know (laughs) who started it, but I know that I didn't. I wasn't supposed to have the milk cap, right? He was supposed to have the milk cap because he used the milk last, so he needs to put the milk cap on the milk. And mm-hmm. so he flicks it over to me, and I flick it back, and he flicks it. To, he goes back and forth. And I'm like, just put it on the milk. He's like, why don't you? And then we get up, and we start pushing each other. And I push him through a window in the back of the house, and it breaks. And then... Uh, this we, was
0: obviously not the last house you lived no, in. No, this
1: was at the first, the, house. The first house that Got we it. grew up in. And uh needless to say, we didn't get to play basketball that year because the basketball money went to go fix the, <laughs> the window. window. <laughs> oh my God. We were at a, Lucky uh, for me, I didn't want to play basketball <laughs> that year. I tried telling them, they didn't listen, but I guess uh, it worked anyway. So
3: we
2: were at a family event. We were at a birthday or something at my uncle's house. Since back when we had a trampoline, and I was a ki- I was a kid. I don't remember how old I was. I was jumping on a trampoline, and my older brother comes. In. There's a. 14-year age gap. So I'm like 10. He's like 24. Comes in and just <laughs> takes me out. I mean, just full <laughs> my ass. And we start wrestling and stuff. I'm losing, obviously, because I'm a child. I hope he
0: listens to this. Yeah. This would be amazing. My <laughs> uncle...
2: Sees him beating me up. My uncle's the youngest brother, so he's no—he knows what's up. So he comes running out. He starts beating up my brother. My is dad. Is there like sees a fourteen-year
1: age gap there too? Or
2: yeah, there's a there's a there's a bigger gap. I don't know what it is. Right. He comes and he starts wailing on my brother. My dad sees my uncle beating up my older brother. He comes sprinting out. He starts beating up his brother. So the four of us are just beating the shit
1: out of each other on a trampoline. You, you turn around and you start beating up your dad. I'm like, hey, like hey. hey, he came to save me. You know, we're all fighting
3: on
2: your It's older. like,
1: you should be beating up my brother because yeah. he started beating me up.
2: You know, and it's like, that's just how
1: boys are. And we've, we've forgotten to raise our boys, you know, like. And then, when you're all done, you go and get the ice cream man. You stop him in the ice cream chuck. You all get your Choco Tacos and chill, man. You're fine. It's all done. That's the end of the problem. Whatever right. problem we had, we threw
2: hands, and that's the end of the that's problem. It. But, like, you know, you look at even the way school is taught, it's taught favoring women now, it's taught favoring girls.
0: Yeah. It's top favoring, not fighting at all. So even if you're trying to defend yourself, you're still going to get suspended. Well, I think he
1: just means in the style. In the, the style classroom, like, though, they've taken comp- you know, there's no
2: competition in it, which favors girls. Men tend to thrive in competition. Now, so do a lot of women, but that's where you see like boys having some competition is good for them.
1: Well, because I got to be the best, right? Yeah,
0: and I mean that's even in. Let's look at the animal kingdom even in nature looking the best and being the best is what will get you the mate and have your lineage be passed down yeah so even looking at birds or spiders let's look at the peacock spider if you look at the peacock spider he has to have a nice going show before the female will mate with him and pass down his lineage it's just how it is in nature, well, period. Because they, they don't want
1: no dumpy ass looking yeah. spider. Mm-hmm.
2: Look at the most closely related things to us is you look at some of these monkeys and stuff, at least the bigger ones, the apes and all those kinds of things. It is normally there is normally an alpha male,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that alpha male is the one that breeds with most women. No, I'm not now there also are younger men who will get their breeding in quickly when the male's not like when the alpha male's not looking, but like the silverback gorilla, some of these chimpanzees, it's the large male, the alpha male gets to breed with them, and then you can challenge for that spot. Right. You know, there's a hierarchy. Now ours is more complex than that, but that's still a pretty standard hierarchy.
1: But there's there's also the monogamy part to to yeah. humans, right? Mm-hmm. Is okay, we don't necessarily have that same alpha male breeding with multiple females or at least we shouldn't, Yeah. right? But like we were talking about before, society's breaking down, and now you've got, you know, males fighting over females or females who are just, like, don't care about what male they let in. Yeah. Right? It's like, no, you know what, ladies? If you really want a good life, find yourself an alpha male. Make him settle down with you before the breeding. Yeah.
2: Make him court you. Right. Yeah.
1: And then guess what? You'll, not only will you be better off, but your offspring will be better off. Mm-hmm. And overall, life is going to be a little bit more stable. And when we
2: use the term, I think in humans, when we use the term, term alpha, there's a weird connotation that comes with it depending on where you stand. For me, alpha is a strong male looking to provide and protect. Like, there, there's a strength to, to traditional masculinity that yes. needs to be retaught. Absolutely. Because, by the way, it makes society better for men, mm-hmm. and it makes society better for women. And, and all the and children. The t- children is when men are strong, and I'm talking traditionally masculine. I'm not talking they beat the shit out of their wives and they treat them like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking
1: physically strong. Because,
2: by the way, traditional masculinity doesn't teach that. Right. You can for try sure. and pretend like, oh, women have, we've just beaten women for f- thousands of years with no recourse. There's no study that shows
1: that. That's why people that beat women and rapists and stuff get murdered in prison. Yeah, Because even there, there's traditional masculinity that takes precedence over, oh yeah, we're all criminals. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you beat a woman, you're going to get it. For
0: sure, that is initially what I became attracted to with Albert was I knew my he toxic
1: was, masculinity his,
0: his masculinity I knew he would yeah. protect me he would care for me and our future children he would provide he would do everything he could in his power to be the best he could be and that's what attracted me to him
1: because I'm the best around <laughs> no one's ever gonna keep me down
0: and it's just that's because I didn't have that in my life but I knew I still had the wherewithal to know that's That's what is right and what I wanted. Um, That is our special
1: guest, the dogs. Our special guest,
0: the dogs. God damn it! Um, I knew that's what I that's that's what I was looking for. Also tall, dark, and handsome. But I mean, that's (laughs) and fat. (laughs) She likes him chubby.
2: But even ask any ask any traditional male family like with strong men, traditionally masculine men, and ask them about mistreating a woman. Mm-hmm. We should have your dad on the show. Yeah. That oh would be amazing. <laughs> I'm
0: sure your dad would have a lot to say about this. Too. Yeah,
2: he would. He would. He's, uh, but he, you know, he was raised by a guy. My grandpa, his dad just passed away, um, the 2nd of February, so just this month. Yeah. yeah. Rest and in peace, Grandpa. Yeah. He, uh, he, he grew up in the Great Depression. He was born in 1930. Yeah, And he was one of those dudes that could do everything. Like, mm-hmm. he is one of the greatest generation people where they, like, could just build and do everything. So, mm-hmm. like, he was raised by traditional people. He was raised Catholic, you know? And he was raised by Irish Catholics. So, he would have a lot to say on this. Uh, I'm sure a- quite a bit, so. I,
0: I, I won't. F- I won't ever forget Grandpa because he... His birthday and One my birthday before. were a day apart. Yeah, he's the 15th and the 16th. And day. you guys came over for my birthday yeah. in lieu of his birthday and I'll never forget that. That was yeah. that meant so much to me. But So, he was he, he was, was a very awesome. good man.
1: He was an awesome guy. Yeah. But I love seeing the pictures of like your dad and him on the boat. And, and, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, your your dad is your, your grandpa was always telling your dad to do stuff. Yeah, he was I mean, like just sitting there. You know, like, my
2: dad who's like this this big strong guy and uh his dad's like, Hey, got this big deep he's not as tall as my dad, but he was like he had these big hands. He had the big had real deep voice, right. and he'd be like, Hey, go uh go move that over there like,
3: <laughs> All right <laughs> you know, like, What you are you do you gotta do? Tell it. him no? You're right. Like, Right.
2: He'd kick you. Your dad'd kick you. You know, and that's like when Megan was saying she didn't have those role models. It's like I had, I had like a surplus. I yeah. had grandpa, dad, brother, and they'd all hit me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get it together. Quit yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. But, but it's. I mean, still, even even if you don't feel that way, I know it's not okay to say it, but it's still okay to feel a little bit. Yeah. Too. No, and then that, that's what they taught you. Like my daddy, there was there's times
2: to do that, mm-hmm. and then there's times not to do that. <laughs> you know, right, it's not right. just all the time. It, but even even if in men being traditionally masculine, I think it would open up a an alleyway for women to be feminine again, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of them really
1: like
3: that.
0: Yes,
1: I I mean Megan's just recently discovered dresses. Yeah, and she likes dresses now. I, I think before legitimately, she yeah. I think before. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, is you were kind of, like, fight the system. I don't have to wear no dress. And then it's like, honey, maybe we should go to Dress Barn and look at, you know, different dresses. And you're like, you, she fought me on it. Yeah. right? She's like, I don't want to wear no dress. And then we got, I think we went and got you a dress for, like, um, a formal dinner or something mm-hmm. that we were going, to, or like an awards banquet or something. And then after that, she's like, I kind of like this. Yeah. Right. And like she still, was she was scared to. But admit it.
0: I still fought it after that.
1: Too. Yeah, you were scared up to admit until, it, and you
0: fought it. Up until probably what? It's twenty twenty. So probably until about the beginning of two. No, no, no. I'm gonna say the mid middle of two thousand seventeen. Um, after I started my last nine to five job, where it was all women, um, and I figured out it's okay to be in a dress. Yeah. But, no, I fought it because I felt like it was a weak standpoint. Um, I felt like, oh, I don't want to be that typical woman. I grew up a tomboy, which legitimately I did. Mm. I climbed I climbed trees. I fell out of trees. I, you know, hurt myself a lot, which my mom doesn't know about. She's and got
1: more scars than I do. Yeah, yeah I like have like a legit. ton
0: of sto-
2: more scars than Albert does. My, and I, my sister and I always... Outside, and That's she, she, she beat you
1: up too. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the the
2: the women in my family are as tough as nails, but they're also there's that other side to them where.
0: And I okay. I never really knew that, and it's because I'm I'm gonna say this, and I hope I this isn't taken personally, but my mom was very much very much against it because her grandmother was very feminine was like you need to always wear makeup you need to yeah. make yourself up before you go out and just very feminine I think
2: that's where the problem comes in is, is you have to do it right all the time
0: it's but, like, and my grandmother was a window model she was one of those models that stood in the window and modeled outfits and makeup for people on the street to get them to come in um, <clears throat> that was back in I think the early 30s and 40s yeah. So that's that's when it should have been. So she was raised to be that way, and she just didn't know any better than the, than her way. She didn't pay attention to the progressive way. Yeah. So my mother, um, as much as I may det- uh, may have a problem admitting to it, I'm a rebel like she was. She had a problem against the feminine way. She doesn't wear makeup. She's very... She wears men's clothing, my stepdad's clothing, all that stuff. Anyways. She's there
1: and she's very independent.
0: She's very yeah. independent. Which
2: again, all of this is totally okay. That's yeah. like that's the way, that's the point. I wish people would get, is like, oh, I'm not like the normal girl. You know, they're always not like the normal that mm-hmm. other girl or whatever. Okay, so you wear you wear different stuff. You don't wear dresses. Totally fine. That's fine. That's totally okay. But it's also okay if you're like my sister-in-law, who's very feminine and is a stay-at-home mom and mm-hmm. stay-at-home wife, and that's her now she's starting to get back into some stuff but like that's just what she likes to be
0: but, right and, but totally that's because totally her kids fan. are growing up too and yeah. they're becoming more independent on their own yeah her youngest is 10 now so oh my god yeah <laughs> but it's like th- that's the ch- and i think
2: that's where a lot of rational if there are rational feminists come go to is this point of like if you want to be that, it's okay. If you also don't, it's okay.
1: That's the point of feminism is you get to choose. Is equality mm-hmm. and choice. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, I would describe myself as a true feminist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most of us here would describe ourselves as a true feminist. Now, we're not the third wave feminists that say... Yeah.
0: Put a woman on a pedestal and then give her more. Well, m-
1: men are pigs and women are equal to men. Right? At yeah. the same time.
0: Somehow, um,
2: somehow femininity femininity is both the ideal and a weakness. I don't know how they get both of them in there, but it's like, you can't be feminine because that's weak and that's what men want you to do. But also, we don't teach men to be masculine anymore, so it's like, how is it both superior right. and inferior? Like, it's If I a ever have
0: a son, you better damn well believe I'm going to teach him to be a man. Yeah, I'm not going to teach him to be like, oh, you need to be sensitive. I've got a question blah, blah, blah. for you though. Um, But and you and I agreed, Albert, on you better not ever start a fight. And this goes for our daughter as well. Don't ever start a fight, but you damn well better finish it.
1: So how can you teach someone to be a man if you aren't one? Yeah.
0: Um, if he falls out of a tree and be like, you bleeding? Yeah? Okay, we'll get up and brush it off.
1: Rub, rub some dirt in it. Right? Yeah. But
0: that, I, that's literally what I did. If I fell out of because oh, sure. neither of my parents ever really, like, my mom was working, stepdad was either in the garage, tinkering, drinking, or watching TV. There was nothing else.
1: Or, or working.
0: Um, Occasionally. The only, so, the only time I remember him ever were starting to work was, I think I was in seventh grade to ninth grade. That's the only time I remember him actually working full time before he something happened. I don't remember anyways. Um, but he still didn't watch us. He was a stay, stay at home. And I use this term loosely father quote unquote. Um, but he still didn't watch us c- consistently like maybe a mom would. So I fell out of a tree several times. Got the air knocked out of me. I was bleeding. I have a couple scars from, like like Albert said, I have more scars than he does. Um, it just got up, brushed it off, and walked it off.
1: At least most of my scars I remember. I know up here on my knuckle I burnt myself with a hot glue gun. That one was, that one was gnarly. It was like a third degree burn. And uh, I cut myself on my knee playing football. Like I was holding one of the pads and I had like a metal grommet and it cut me on the knee. I remember that one. Uh, some other ones from football and whatnot. But I know this one was from God. I have
0: I literally have <laughs> dozens upon dozens of scars just on my arms. Mostly your hands, mostly like the my hands, hands and like arms. this
1: this gnarly one there.
0: Yeah, I remember on my arm, my left arm here. This one I remember. I was at my cousin's baseball or football game i think it was a football game and i had my arms up on the chain link fence and then i ripped them down and it just you know sometimes chain link fences have those little, have the little yeah
1: little spikes in them spikes yeah. in them yeah. little and that was
0: this my aunt was freaking out my mom was totally calm but it, it ended up being a scar so uh,
2: yeah i bled more times than i can count I mean, yeah it's like, like i'm
1: that, sure. A lot of running away from bears, right? Yeah,
2: running away from the forest <laughs> and everything. You get scratched up. My, I come home with like cuts and stuff. She's like, "How'd you get that?" And I legitimately didn't know how I got cut. I was like, "I couldn't tell you what. I couldn't even where it may it may have happened. Couldn't tell you. Right? Like, just I, happened."
0: I have two scabs on my hand right now. I don't know where I got them from. Probably the baby. <laughs> maybe the baby. Maybe just doing other shit. I really don't know where I got them from because I didn't feel them when it when it happened. I just noticed them this morning, but I've had them for at least a day. Um, but I think the the point we're trying to make with this is it's okay to l- let kids, whether boys or girls be damaged a little bit as far as like feel things, have accidents, especially boys, you know, because they're they're meant to be more tough than girls and they're meant to protect as nature wanted, as nature, evolved them to be there pro- to there to protect and provide for the females.
2: Yeah. You can't just throw away all of human history. You know, the last what we've done in the last 100 years or so. We'll just go off of that. Doesn't make any sense like you're not going to change men from feeling and acting a certain way. Of wanting to be a protector, of wanting to be a provider, all that stuff, in Mm -hmm. a a hundred years. Right. When everything in our DNA tells us... By the way, this is also a lot of the problems with people taking those hormone replacements and making those decisions early and all that kind of stuff is... Man, every cell in your body is is developing a certain way, and you throw something into that.
0: Which, by the way, had the belief system... That's in place now. Have been in place when I was growing up. I'd be a man right now, because I played yeah, with the Ninja Turtles. You'd be a
1: very good-looking man.
0: No, I wouldn't. I played with Ninja Turtles. I played with boys' toys. Yeah. I pl- I went outside and did things that boys did. So, if if my mom believed now na- believed then what a lot of some I'm going to say some moms believe now, I should have been a boy, then. I could have had growth hormones and yeah. hormone replacements to become a boy. Yeah, and that's utter because
2: kid, crap because kids are dumb,
0: right? You, <laughs> you just know? you just like what you like and you enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah, and that's it. That's all it is. This this yeah that's You're, all. Prior to the age, I'm going to say of, eighteen, you you don't know really what you want to be because your brain scientifically your brain is not developed enough well men's brains don't finish developing until like 25
1: mine hasn't finished yet i was
2: gonna
0: say that's there's an exception here
1: (laughs) mine's still still developing it's an ongoing project of mine (laughs) um sniffing glue helps and uh, a lot of spray paint in the garage you know this is one of those things of like
2: you know men being disrespected in media Men are much more willing to accept a Self-deprecating joke as well Oh totally You know like Because women still do most of the shopping for the household So as a brand you can't mock the wife Right You know Because your shit won't get bought ever But men are much more willing I feel like To take self-deprecation
1: Well and then So that actually brings up a good point That uh, I was wanting to bring up wasn't sure how But uh, I think that's a good segue uh, toxic masculinity,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: I don't think it's real.
0: It's not right.
1: And then you talk about brands being able to make fun of men but not women. You know who really shot themselves in the foot? I think is Gillette. Sure. Right with the whole toxic masculinity commercial that they had. I will never buy another Gillette product. Yeah. Um, I have a Gillette razor that I still use. I'm not gonna throw it away because they already have my damn money for that. I'm not going to just throw away my money. I'm not stupid. So I'm going to finish using it. But that doesn't mean I'm ever going to buy another one of their products. But what people call toxic masculinity isn't masculinity at all. No. Right? Because masculinity, you know, if you've got two boys fighting, right, you're not gonna necessarily cheer them on and tell them good job for fighting. You're gonna break it up like anybody else, unless it's your family. Then your family yeah. just jumps in and <laughs> starts beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. But you know what? It's you're not gonna necessarily, you know, go and and scold people for for just doing male things. Yeah. Right. Um. That that isn't masculinity.
2: Well, there's that one commercial. Um, where they have the little boys, and they have that one little girl, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you know, say hi," and they introduce them and everything, and they're like, "Oh, tell her she's beautiful," and they're like, "Oh, you're beautiful, yeah, she's really," and they're little kids, they're ten and under, I think, and they're like, "Okay, now, um, now slap her," and the boys are like, "No, we don't hit girls," uh-huh. and all of them said no, and they're like, "Well, then why do adult men?" and it's like, "We can f- don't."
1: Right, like real men
2: don't. That is the default position for you know. If I was standing there and you walked, Megan walked up and something, they were like, "Okay, now slap." Her, I'd be like, "No." See, <laughs> this is.
0: I think this is the downfall for you and I, Albert. Is I we don't it? have we wow. don't have TV as in we j- we don't watch commercials like that. We we got rid of cable a l- couple of years several several years, several ago. years yeah. ago, so we don't see those commercials. The most commercials we see s- is like YouTube. Are you serious? They, they had
1: a commercial seen, like that? Yeah, I haven't seen that commercial. It's some
0: weird
2: commercial. And it's like, yeah, now now slap her on the face. And every, and every little boy was like, no, why would I? No. I, right. One guy was like, I don't hit girls. Like, that's not how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And they were talking about, like, being men and don't hit women. And it's like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that is yeah, accurate. Yes. You know who
2: hit women? Crazy ass women abusers. That's who hits women.
1: Uh, cowards?
2: Yeah, cowards. cowards and losers. We all
0: hate them men who grew up in terrible households because that's where i default to is where did that behavior come from it had to have come from somewhere. Uh, i mean and it either came from a very passive household which i would presume a single parent household where they were like oh well my child is good and everything is perfect
1: And they don't do anything wrong so or, they can do whatever they want
0: right or a very abusive household where one or both of the parents are very abusive the other one's passive and so they think it's okay
3: yeah
0: it just there is some place where behavior like that comes from
1: so, going back to so my you're, stepfather, you're defaulting to nurture over nature, right? right. It's, it's not in men's nature to, to hit women, it's in men's nature to protect them. Mm-hmm. It's a nurture thing where they're taught to, that it's okay yeah. to hit women,
0: right? So, defaulting back to my stepfather at some point, somewhere, and I feel like I know where. They he had to have felt like it was okay to be the way he was towards me. And whether he ever listens to this or not, whether my mother actually listens to this or not, there is some point where they thought or he thought it was okay and my mother thought it was okay to believe him. So there was some point where it was a learned behavior is where my point
1: is. Yeah that's the the nurture part of it Mm -hmm. But yeah it's, It's What What is considered toxic masculinity Like I'm not even sure Really what they mean by that anymore So
0: I feel like in my mind Just based off And I'm going to throw a disclaimer Out there strictly From growing up From the age of When did they get married So from the age of like three to 18 um, and that's just a rough estimate I can be corrected that's fine Um, toxic masculinity is where you feel like you're the man of the house and you determine and tell what's supposed to happen but you're so insecure of yourself that you feel like you have to consistently prove your um, dominance. So you have to verbally abuse somebody or Mm -hmm. physically abuse somebody. And either that's directed towards all persons in the house or one person. In my case, because i didn't see a whole lot i only ever saw myself it was just directed towards me because i wasn't the blood relation at that time i feel like that's toxic max masculinity is because you're so insecure in yourself you feel like you have to consistently make yourself the dominant yeah. person in that home that's to- toxic and I'm going to put a disclaimer out there once more, is I keep slurring my words because I'm just about to finish my my third my third alcoholic drink of the night. I
1: think so, but the yeah. first one wasn't really a single either. <laughs> like you, you, you took, poured it. First. I pu- I poured it for me and decided that that whiskey was disgusting, and then you added soda to it and drank it. Yep. But uh, so I, I got a little. I found a little list here. Of toxic masculinity is not, and tosc- toxic masculinity is. Okay, so let's go over the is because we don't care what it isn't. Uh, so they say toxic masculinity is treating women as sex objects. I don't think that's masculinity at all. I think that's no. just douchebaggery. Yeah.
0: Douchebaggery. And and granted, coming from a woman's standpoint. Sometimes women want to be treated as as a yeah, hoe. As as a hoe. For show. Sure. But by so it depends on the woman, but by their significant other, I would I would say for the majority is what they would want. Just
1: should be a hooker in bed.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, look, but they're,
1: but it's not, you know, going out and yeah. and slapping the waitress's ass and stuff like yeah. that. Correct. That is not masculinity. That's being an asshole. By
2: the way, men hate those guys too. Right. Right. You know. Uh,
1: the next thing is lad culture and rock, locker room talk. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily toxic masculinity because it's not a thing. But lad, I'm not sure what lad culture is. I think is. it's like bro culture. Like the, the bro and Yeah. The- I feel like locker room talk
2: is fine as long as it really, everyone understands that you're kind of just joking around and it stays in a locker room. Right. Like, if that starts affecting... Or like going, a
1: men's club or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: like, every, you know, every guy's gotten together with the boys and, like, joked about some stuff. But as long as it stays there as a joke and doesn't affect the way you treat people, right. then I think it's kind of harmless. But it's like, they act like if you say anything negative or even, you know, sexual about women, you're being... Ground by the pussy.
1: Yeah. Right? In, yeah. I mean, even that with, with Trump's grabbing by the pussy comment, he wasn't on air at the time. They may have been recording him, but that was just a locker room talk conversation between him yeah. and the other guy, right? Thinking he, that they're in private.
2: He did also say, not that it's def- defendable, but he did also say they let you. Right. You know, they he was basically saying because I'm famous, they'll fuck me. Right. That's basically what he was pointing out.
1: But, uh, you know, locker room talk, just hanging out with the boys, cracking jokes and stuff. That's, I wouldn't say that has anything to do with masculinity. That's just... That's just talk. Yeah, because women talk about men, too. Right. No, it's just people talking. Yeah. Um, let's see. Resorting to violence to resolve differences. Hey, boy, let's go settle this outside. Yeah. All right? That's... That's uh, more douchebaggery, I think. Yeah. Like, if your words can't do the talking for you, then uh, then there you go. Like, you need to come up with a better argument. Yeah. But let's just say if somebody is being abusive to my wife or child,
2: then yeah, we're gonna throw down. Some looks violence. Unfortunately, is sometimes the answer. Right. You know, it has solved some problems. It is oh, sometimes the answer.
1: World War back-to-back champions, yeah, right yeah. here, right? War, war, and violence does solve some problems.
2: When, when there's just no way to stop somebody who's continuing to harm people. Without, like, so, they're not. There's no other way right. to stop them. You, you try to. You hundred have hundred to ways. meet force
1: with force sometimes.
2: Yeah. Um, but again, if all of, if you are one of these people, there we know these kind of guys who. Violence is the problem is the solution to every problem. Like they don't talk anything out, they just like immediately lose it and start going off the the scales and go like, Hey, let's go fight. You're like, oh man, just Right. Just a misunderstanding.
1: Yeah. That that's uh, that has nothing to do with masculinity, I don't think. Um, let's see, what's the next one? Feeling like it's not okay to talk about your emotions. Let's see. I think we got the the baby as a special guest now. Huh? Yeah,
2: we got the baby uh, chiming in. So,
1: how do you feel about that? Feeling like it's not okay to talk about your emotions?
2: If you you may have been raised in a toxic environment, if you feel like you can never talk about your emotions, mm-hmm. there is I feel like there's a time and a place for me. Uh, all the time? No. Like I, every time I'm mad, every time I'm sad, to talk it out with somebody would just be too much effort. Right. It would make me tired. I would get upset. i like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. We're not, we're just talking in circles. Right. And that would bug me.
1: I think that goes back to what we were talking about before about if we're going to talk about it, there better be a solution that we're yeah. getting to at the end.
2: And I don't want to share my emotions with everyone. Maybe I, you know, maybe you just want to share them with Megan. Right. And that's a special connection you guys have because like, hey, that's just the person I share it with. Right. I don't want to share it with everyone. I don't need everyone in my business.
1: <laughs> well, and, and you know, I, I mean, I think. To a degree, it has to do with masculinity. I don't think it's toxic at all. Uh, Because there are times where I feel like I'd like to talk about how I'm feeling. Yeah. But you know what? I don't feel like it's something that I do. Yeah. Right? I think that maybe that's more of a character trait. Now, are guys going to make fun of you for sharing your feelings? Well, if you're doing it all the time and you're just a downer and, and, you know... It's like, oh, let me tell you about my feelings again, bro. Yeah. Then, you know what? Yeah, you're going to get made fun of because most of the time nobody cares. Yeah. Right? Like, if if it's really an issue that you need to talk about, there's professionals that you could pay to listen to you. Or, you know what? Find your good friend that you really can sit down and talk to. Yeah. Like, Jim, if you were ever having like, a deep issue you needed to talk to somebody about, I'm here for you. Yeah. And, you know, we could sit down and have a drink or hang out somewhere and then just talk on a one-to-one, man-to-man, personal yeah. level. But and, if every, and that's not a problem. Yeah, but if every Tuesday
2: I decided that I wasn't feeling very good so I had to, you know, talk about it all the time, you would get annoyed by that.
1: If you just vlogged about your emotions, yeah, like on a daily basis, <laughs> um, I would not subscribe. No.
3: and you know what's
2: funny is, you know, a lot of women they talk about their emotions with their friends, but then they, there is a large group of women who will talk behind each other's back mm-hmm. about those same emotions, like, oh, you should have seen what this person said or that person. I, there are men who feel like they can't talk about their emotions, and if you bottle things up. Far too often, that's probably not healthy. Right. But it, it also can't be the opposite, where I feel like it's constantly this idea of like, what's wrong? Nothing. Right. And I think so. I think you need to share. I think you need to leave me that all alone.
1: <laughs> like, like let me deal with it on my own.
2: Yeah, because there are emotions I can just deal with. Yeah, I got it.
1: You don't need a group therapy session every time something happens. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let it. Yeah. You know, and there
2: are guys who snap, and it's because they never got to, you know, they didn't share their, mo- there are times where you need help and you need to talk to sure. somebody. Those are legitimate things. Yeah.
1: So, oh no, it's the baby. Yeah. Hello, our special guest. Gotta,
0: Gotta say night-night.
1: Gotta say night-night to the baby? baby. Yep. Okay. All well, right. we were talking uh, about toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. Little babies. Going to daddy. Okay, hi baby. Oh, what's on your face? Night-night to Uncle Jim. Is this yeah. poop or chocolate? No, it's chocolate. <laughs> Are we cool. playing the peeper chocolate game? Can I have a kiss? give daddy get kissy, or... yeah.
0: baby. Can I have a kissy? That's toxic masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. Giving daddy mm-hmm. kissy is toxic
1: masculinity. Mm-hmm. To the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you yours. Because it doesn't matter that we tried for
0: her for six years before we yeah. actually yeah. had her. Are you
1: gonna say hi to the bait people on the podcast? Go so, hi. Yeah. No, she still okay. has
0: pain on her nose. That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Okay, here you go, mommy. Night-night, baby. So, all right, let's see. So there's the time and place to to talk about our feelings and emotions.
2: Now, what do you think? It's also interesting because I know a lot of, not a lot, I'm just using general terms, a lot of women who, oh, I get along better with men. Because a lot of times men are a little bit easier to hang out with.
1: Men aren't drama like women are. Yeah. Right. I think women cause a lot of drama, and if you're not into the drama thing, then yeah, men are a lot easier to hang out with.
2: And one of the other ones is like these, uh, these male, these you know male third wave feminists who are, uh, a bit, predatorial, I guess would be the term like.
1: The white niners.
2: Yeah, they're little white niners like those. Those guys created, uh, you know, just as many problems. Weak men doesn't help anybody. Soft yeah. men, soft men don't, doesn't help anybody. in society it, it makes
1: it harder for real men. Yeah. Right. Like if it ever came down to a crisis situation.
0: So what's what's your definition of a soft man though? See, uh,
1: someone who's not willing to get down and do man stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like okay, no. We need to go hunt and gather and provide. Yeah. Men who, by the way,
2: men who never want to get married, never want to have kids, never want to provide and protect, for me, you're soft. Like, I feel like that's a weak mentality. Because you're not willing to be responsible for the well being of a family, which is what you should be willing to do. You know, you look at a lot of, and I hate it, it's mostly like you look at a lot of conservative even a lot of the, the Democrats and stuff, like, a lot of men in general are willing to be that that husband and the father. It's just so many are also not willing to be that, that it's creating problems. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be a bachelor for life. Now, if you're really... Batman. If you're really against that, like, you just... You're never going to be faithful to a woman. You're never going to want to raise children. Fine. Don't have them.
1: If you're probably right. It, yeah. I mean, it's probably better off for the woman that you're not involved with her then.
2: Yeah, but if you are just being an a-hole and it's like at some point in your life you should look I feel like to settle down, to have a family to maybe not raise kids but at least get married and be responsible for a family Like that's a weak mentality for me is where you never want to have those things
0: Okay. because
2: you just want to be by your it's, it's selfish to the point of I mean I guess if that's your product it's fine but it, for me it's just kind of a lazy selfishness to it that doesn't help society as a whole mm-hmm. right you know, and then what ends up happening is you end up you end up getting a woman pregnant, mm-hmm. and she has that kid, and now we have another single mother.
0: Like ninety percent of the time, yeah. that's what ends up happening. We don't need that, right? What about you, Albert? What's your vision of a weak male?
1: Uh, somebody who's not able to or unwilling to provide for their family that they that they've created. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily – to me, it's not necessarily if you don't want to have one. Because if, if you don't want to have one, then don't make one. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's that's your personal choice. Yeah. But if you decide to have a family and then you leave them, that that to me is don't,
2: My thing, if you don't want to ever have one, make sure you're doing everything possible to never have a child. Right. What they do is they get lazy with it and you end up –
1: You end up having one and yeah. then leaving them. Yeah. That's a weak that's a weak man.
0: So that actually kinda of brings me to a point of men it, it seems like and this is just from what I've I've noticed is maybe I'm coming from a more feminist point of view is men seem can get a vasectomy whenever they want. Whereas a woman who doesn't want to have kids, who doesn't want to even bother with that, cannot get a hysterectomy. And that, I feel like, is still unfair.
2: There is a, I would say there is a cultural uh, idea around a a man who doesn't ever want to have kids. You know, a lot of married men will kind of joke around like, oh man, he's living the dream. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: A woman, when she starts to get to a certain age, when she hasn't had a kid, people are like, oh, that poor thing.
1: Well, I, I don't know if you're aware though, Megan, that some doctors will not perform a vasectomy on a healthy of age man if he doesn't have children or at least doesn't store something in a bank because at some point you may want to have children
3: yeah
1: uh a vasectomy to some degree is also reversible where a hist- full hysterectomy is not yeah. right so there there is a point of no return there yeah um with with women compared to men now women you could still store embryos and kind of go off of that but it is definitely a much more costly um solution so that's why they're dissuaded from it um and then also there's the whole um uh, oath that they take right of, of do no harm and if you're on purpose damaging the human body in order to prevent something uh in a perfectly he- healthy human being then that kind of goes against that Hippocratic Oath yeah um you know, that's just, that's just what I'm saying here.
0: So I, I guess I under, I, I can understand that. Yes, there are doctors who can refuse that, but it is much easier for a male to get a, a vasectomy, whether he has children or not, compared to if a woman wants a hysterectomy, does not want to have kids and has fully, determined she does not want to have kids. Um she cannot get a hysterectomy. Now, the difference between the two surgeries vastly is different. I was going to say a vasectomy is a
2: much simpler
0: it, it, yeah, yeah, vasectomy is much simpler Where cuz the hormones are still going through you guys. Whereas a hysterectomy, the hormones are not going through us and we have to go through supplements and all that yeah. stuff. It's a but much still, bigger, yeah. It is it, it It feels like women, now being the devil's advocate here, women are um, put into a role of, well, it's your role to keep the human race going or your lineage or whoever's lineage going. No, I'm not going to grant you this ability to be able to not have kids.
2: So, women are, I think, put in the position of uh, taking the brunt of the birth control aspect of it. Like, Mm -hmm. not getting pregnant. But, to those same people who make the same argument of your body, your choice, if my choice ends at a certain level, then it has to be the person's responsibility who can actually get pregnant to take on that responsibility to stop it. Mm -hmm. Now, again, if you've decided you don't want kids, male or female... You need to be an adult and you're gonna fuck. <laughs> you need to be an adult and take every precaution to not have children.
0: Key words again. You need to be an adult. Yeah and make the Oh my god, personal decisions. responsibility.
1: You know you know one surefire way not to have kids? Don't have sex. You know what? That's worked a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> well, except for one. Except for right? one. Except uh-huh. for like I only know of one time there yeah. was an Immaculate Conception. And that just happened to be Jesus Christ. Like... Was Mary lying to Wait, Joseph? our or? daughter
0: was not Immaculate Conception? Because I, I don't remember. You
1: don't, well, that's because you were drunk.
0: Probably. But
1: we had just gotten back from field of drafts, and you were pretty handy. So I took advantage of that situation. Wow. You assaulted your own wife. No, she told me to do it. Probably did. Crowder talks about this, though. Stephen
2: Crowder talks about the same thing. He's like, look, if getting a woman a little liquored up to kind of loosen her up is rape... Then a whole bunch of husbands are in some
0: <laughs> <Right>. shit. Like, <laughs> because so, and I don't know where were we going with this. Well, you were, I don't I know mean, where you
1: were going, but we were talking about this list of tosc- we were toxic, about, toxic masculinity. We were
2: talking about that it's it's unfair because women can't get the surgeries that men men can have access more to surgeries than I guess women do.
0: Correct, because it's it's um, expected of women to keep the human race going, basically. Yeah. The lineage, if you
1: will. Well, you're the only one that can actually create that life within you. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's how evolution determined it. Whether you believe in evolution or God or whatever belief you have, it is the role of women to have that life within you and give birth to that life. And this could easily segue into the abortion thing which we talked about in our last episode. I don't want to talk about it again because it just gets me so irritated. But
1: So you want me to go on to the next toxic So, so, on. so, so our po- I
2: our political connection here for all of us is I think more the cultural aspect where you're seeing a, a very unhealth I think an unhealthy culture. Yeah. I think that growing is an unhealthy culture.
1: So the the next item after uh, feeling like it's not okay to talk about your emotions is homophobia and fragility when males don't display quote typically masculine traits, i.e., wearing makeup, wearing different clothes, dancing, etc. What the fuck?
2: I I think men in makeup look silly, but you know, that. That's my toxicity, I guess, coming through.
1: Again, I don't think this has anything to do with masculinity. I think it has to do more with cultural culture. Yeah. Right? Uh, Homophobia. I think that's fake, too. Like, I don't think homophobia, like, having a real, quote-unquote, fear of gays is a thing. I've never met anybody going, oh, he's gay, and then somebody runs away screaming in fear. Right? Right? now there may be a dislike of homo of homosexuality, but I don't think the phobia is, is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and fragility when males don't display typically masculine traits.
2: Fragility meaning you get upset, like I you, think so. You become I,
1: triggered. Right. And, you know, probably what they mean is that again, that lad culture that they talked about before. Yeah. Where people make fun of those who wear makeup or dress differently, or, or like dancing, things that aren't typically associated with masculinity.
2: I think one of the things I think this goes back to being cultural is we are we are aggressively social creatures. Whether we like to, we there's this weird thing going on where um, everyone's con- convinced themselves they're an introvert, even if they're an extrovert. They're like, oh, I'm an extroverted introvert. No, like some people are introverts most of humanity is extroverts though because we are social creatures we need that interaction even your most introverted person needs human interaction healthy human beings need human interaction and there's this idea that we're like we're like shutting ourselves in and and so when you step out here's as a culture we've decided here's our norms most of us have agreed this is pretty much the box we're going to sit in well I don't like them Eh, tough shit well I'm going to do this thing that's fine do your own thing. But you've made the decision, you've made the de- a personal decision to step outside of those norms. Right. And you know there's going to be bad things coming along with that. Should there be? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think anybody should get harmed because of it. I don't think anybody should be bullied over it. I don't think anybody should be hurt over it. But knowing that most of us have set these parameters, this is kind of where our society fits is between this and this. Here's kind of what we expect of everybody. I'm going to go over here. Totally fine. But we're not moving the box over here because of you. We're keeping it here. You've just decided to be over here.
1: It's it's a they've created a taboo. Yeah, is what it is. And again, I don't think that has to do with masculinity as a whole. I think again, like you're saying, it's the cultural difference. Yeah, and that those things are not a typical cultural uh, appropriate thing in in our society. Now, does that mean that it's Unmasculine? Not necessarily. Yeah. But it means it's not a social norm. Now, can society change? Sure, society could change. Can you be masculine and like to dance? Sure, you could be masculine and like to dance. I'm sure there's a bunch of big, burly guys out there in Tennessee doing some line dancing on a Friday night like tonight. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to make fun of them for line dancing, they'll probably stomp your nuts. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you like wearing makeup, you know what? If you think it makes you look pretty, that's on you. I don't think so. Most other people probably don't think so. And you know what? It's okay. We don't have to accept that mm-hmm. as normal. Nothing says that just because you like something different that everybody has to accept that. Yeah. It's okay to not accept it just as much as it is to like something mm-hmm. and that's okay too like right. you like dressing up i don't like dressing up both of those are okay yeah Shit. i'm
0: i'm finding so many parallels right now like uh like i mentioned before earlier in the episode my my great grandmother was very much somebody you had to dress up you had to make up before you even left the the bedroom before the morning yeah um but my mom is very much somebody who is not like that so in both ways are okay the way i was raised is it was kind of borderline like it's okay but it's not okay but really it's okay either way is fine like I it's okay but we'll
1: put you down a little bit for it right that's, right, you, you could wear makeup if you want to look like a whore. Right? And,
0: and that's how I felt because sometimes I would wear makeup and then go to my, my mom and her husband and they'd be like, oh, that's a little too much. Or I was legitimately called a hooker in class from a, by a teacher because of how I dressed. And for those who, who haven't looked me up on Facebook by now, I am a little busty. And it just so happened that the shirt I was wearing that day was, you know, it it wouldn't have been revealing on any other girl. Yeah. But it was revealing on me because I was bending over my desk, writing something down. I was in the front row and the teacher could see right down my shirt. She was a female, by the way. And she called me a hooker in class. And I got a fucking F in that class from having the second highest grade because my mom got pissed off. One in the office and turn her in. Sorry. That's a little... I'm still,
1: I'm still a little bitter about that. <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> oh,
0: God. <laughs> that teacher used to say that shit all the time. I hate that saying so much. Anyways, I'm not bitter about that at all. At but, 32 years old. <laughs> but
1: see, do you think that's toxic masculinity? Or do you think that's just people making their own taboo culture?
0: I think that's... I think... 99% of everything that we know today is people making their th- own taboo culture. Because again, you talk about this at men,
2: m- more times than not, I, again, anecdotal, but more times than not, it's been women have been more critical than the men.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Women
2: are vastly more critical than men. Are. Absolutely. Men are
0: fairly simple.
2: At least, no, there's shitty men who say shitty things and do shitty things to people. We're not saying those don't exist. Most
1: of them are on TV and talk about how people dress.
2: But Albert and I, I feel like, are pretty regular dudes. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We don't give a shit what you look like. We kind of walk by you and we're in our own world and, you know, we kind of worry about ourselves and our people and then kind of ignore everybody else. But
1: if I see a dude, like, in full makeup at the mall, I might make some comments, you know, to myself. Yeah. Or think how ridiculous that person looks.
0: Or when we get in the car after we're done, you would have said
1: something. Right. I'm like, did you see that dude with the eyeshadow? Yeah. Like, what's going on there?
0: And I can't tell you how many times, because I'm not somebody who wears makeup consistently. I'll wear makeup on a special occasion, and I cannot tell you how many times the comment has been made to me throughout my years between the ages of 16 to how old I am now, which is 32... People ask me, why don't you wear makeup? Why don't you you should wear makeup more? Or when I wear makeup, oh my god, you look so great. Oh, you should wear makeup more often. Your eyes pop more. Blah 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 blah. And it's
1: Doesn't it feel kinda of degrading?
0: It it absolutely does. Like you're not pretty
1: enough on your own. Yeah. And that's you that's, have to wear makeup. So
0: my From your own perspective,
2: I'm guessing I think we know the answer to this one though. Who who makes those comments more? Females. Yeah,
1: absolutely yeah. females. Yeah, men men aren't gonna say anything. No, it's the
2: old it's the old Cat Williams thing. You ever seen the stand? He does a stand up bit about the the nails not matching the toes.
1: No, and he's, he's like, too racist he, for me. He's
2: like, no dude has ever not fucked a girl because her her toenail polish was a different color than her fingernail or polish, her,
1: or her underwear wasn't matching. Yeah, right? it's like that, that. Like if I see something like that, like. A girl's got her her underwear matching Like her bra and panties are matching It's like oh she wants to bang tonight Like she is dressed up to bang Right Or or like Sometimes (laughs) So like sometimes you know When you work in this industry and there's a lot of Women around you might see panty lines And stuff like that through Thin dresses and and like Oh she's wearing her fancy underwear Tonight she wants to get some But in the
2: industry we're in
1: there That's going to happen. There, the
2: ladies use their attractiveness. Yes, they do. Absolutely.
1: Which is why I'm upset I'm not a pretty lady. Yeah. Right? How much money would I make if I was a pretty lady?
0: So, I I know. I know. And I, it's it's You're, frustrating. Are you going
1: to make me suck dick for 50 grand? <laughs> well, I'm a lady, so I'll do <laughs> it.
0: So, my... I will... I'll never forget... It was... So, there was a comment in middle school. I'll never forget a comment in high school. And then a comment in the office we currently work in. But it's the escrow office. Somebody... People have asked me, Why don't you wear makeup more often? And I'm like... because, And it's always by females. Because we are always more judgmental towards each other. And I always tell them... Because I don't like to wear makeup. I don't like to have to spend... a 10 minutes to a half an hour trying to perfect my makeup to look nice.
2: And I feel as a guy, I'm always on edge about complimenting somebody just because of the the kind of the culture we're in nowadays. It's like, I don't want it to come across the wrong way. I don't want to come Mm -hmm. across as creepy. Like, so I won't compliment something and then I'll just kind of... And that's
0: that's actually a comment that an actor um, for a movie we just recently saw um, who played the big S he had actually said this, in this day and age it's hard to pursue a woman because of the culture that's being um, portrayed. Like, I feel like, he said, I feel like women should be pursued and a man should do what he can to try and gain the attention of the woman he wants.
1: To court.
2: And I think almost every woman would would want to be pursued. I, I don't know many or if any that want to be the aggressor.
0: Correct. He went on to say, like, I don't feel like I should have to, uh, if I, if I, I feel like I, I should, I, excuse me. He said, I should feel like, I feel like if I have to pursue somebody, then I'm going to be, uh, accused of rape. So I might as well just go back to an old relationship, which I know doesn't work because yeah. I've already been in that relationship. And we're not
2: talking about, like, hey, nice tits. Like, right. right. We're slapping a girl in the ass. We're talking about, like, your hair looks Moving. nice today. Like, that right. could be come across as the wrong thing. Or, oh, you're, you know, your eyes look you, You have really pretty eyes. Oh, he's hit, I have a boyfriend. Your
0: outfit looks great today. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Hashtag me too.
0: Yeah. And, and that's exactly what it was, is they were commenting on the hashtag me too.
1: Right.
0: And he got in trouble for it. And he had to issue an apology and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it's, I feel bad for men and whatever other minority feminists may feel. um, I feel bad for men because it's not, it's not a conducive environment for them anymore. They are, at least from, from what I have seen. They are being told you need to keep your mouth shut and let the woman pursue you, but the woman doesn't actually want to pursue you. And then
2: you don't, and then you end up you know, chronically single, and then you don't know what's going on,
0: and now you don't know how to
2: woo a woman because that's never been taught to you. I was watching some female YouTubers, and they were saying, like, we're strong, independent women who don't need no man. But it is nice when they pay for a meal. Mm -hmm. Like, because women still want that. So no matter how successful they are, they still want somebody to... They don't want to make the first move. But
1: answer. isn't that toxic? It's okay. absolutely toxic.
2: So
0: I'm going to put this out there for like any toxiest. woman who toxiest. is listening. Any young female or any woman, really, who is listening to this from somebody who has been in a marriage for 16 years, who is, or excuse me, in a relationship for 16 years in a marriage for almost 15 years now. Um, however that works. It's been over a damn decade. Don't let the chivalry go. Your independence is, I mean, sure, it's important, but have that open communication. Don't just tell your significant other, oh, I'm going to get the door for myself. No, I can do that. I don't want you to do that for me because I can do it. It's so important later. I I promise you, you will... Mm -hmm. Most likely regret saying those words, pushing him to the, um, to the position that you've pushed him into, because that's what he's going to do is he's going to move to the position that you put him into because he wants to do what makes you happy. And if it makes you happy to not be the provider in the home, but go and bring an income and that's it, then he'll do that for you because he loves you. And that's his nature. That is it. And I'm going to speak for about, I'm going to say, I'm going to venture to say about 98% of the population. Just be careful of what you ask for, because now... Being in the relationship that I have been in for a long, for as long as I have, I do regret a lot of the things I said as a young, newly married, in a new relationship person. Thinking, oh, I needed to assume my independence and and dominance in this relationship. I regret it. I want him. No to regrets. Open. No regrets. No, I do absolutely <laughs> regret. <laughs> but that's like even
2: you look back at totes regrets. Some of the old school people like. Back in the day, you know, you, you didn't get some unless you courted and you guys right. were heading towards marriage. Like there was a legitimate, you better treat me like this or my dad's going to pull the shotgun and you are going to get got.
1: And there was.
0: Shotgun wedding.
1: Time. There was an, a order to things. right? Yeah. Men tend to stick around longer if you don't just give out that pussy free yeah. willy nilly. Oh, uh, right?
2: you're treating him like a trophy. You're putting the pussy on a pedestal,
1: right? Like 40-year-old virgin style. Yeah. All right. Last item on this list. This is how I know this list is complete bullshit. You ready? Toxic masculinity is domestic violence. How is that masculinity at all?
2: It's being a shitty person. Yes. It's just being a bad person.
1: Yeah, and it goes both ways. Yeah. Like, what's her name, Megan? Amber Heard? Yeah. Yes. Who who beat up Johnny Depp? Oh,
0: like, my. I still haven't w- seen the whole thing on it, but I knew from the start, like, there's two sides to the story. And you know what?
1: That, she might be toxically masculine, because Johnny Depp is very feminine.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but so, I guess that goes back
1: to that other, that other toxic masculinity one of uh, fragility when males display don't display typically masculine traits. Because he definitely wore a lot of makeup in those Pirates of the Caribbean movies.
0: So the thing is with Johnny Depp, Depp and Amber Heard is the moment that it came out that he, and I'm using air quotes in this, quote unquote, abused Amber Heard, I doubted it from the start. Because his, his ex, whom he had two, two children with, came out and said and he was with her for over a decade uh she said he's never been this way towards me what or his children i highly doubt he's been this way towards her
1: completely out of character
0: right completely out of character i and call it whatever you want i don't care i didn't believe amber heard From the beginning.
1: Well, that's because you hate women. Hashtag believe all women. No,
0: absolutely not. Not all women deserve to be believed. Not all women are truth. They don't speak the truth. They just want the money or the attention or whatever it is. Or
1: they're just lying whores.
0: This country, I'm sorry, is still, regardless of what the public wants to tell you. It is still innocent until proven guilty.
1: You'd and like he, to think so,
0: and well, well supposed
2: to be though. It's, way, it's right? supposed it's, to it's be suppo- that way, but is it anymore? I feel like it isn't.
1: Like it's guilty in the court of public opinion right. these days. Well,
2: it feels like it's guilty, proven innocent, still guilty though. Right. So because uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, the the toxic feminine femininity group, the toxic feminists, they were saying like well, I still support Amber, and this was not a lot of them, but this was the, the crazy ones. I still support Amber because men have been doing this for centuries, and he deserved it because all of men.
0: So because Cash Man men Yeah. And it's such a minority. So, okay. Throwing it out there. So say he did hurt her. Say he did abuse her. He is a part of such a minority of men that... Sure, it needs to be brought to attention and it needs to be addressed, but not in the fashion that it's being addressed now. That all men need to be just brushed aside. Like their their word doesn't matter.
1: So again, as far as toxic masculinity, I think real masculinity would say, No, you're wrong. Let's beat up this this person who's abusing their partner. Yeah. Right? Like that is not okay. Right. Like, traditional masculinity says, no, that's not cool. It's like the old godfather where they, he hits the sister or whatever, and they go over and jack him up. like Right. But that's, I mean, toxic, that is not masculinity. Toxic masculinity is not masculinity. It's jerks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Or it's social taboos. Or it's whatever, but it's not masculinity.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, it's almost gotten to a point, it feels like, where if a man's unhappy in a relationship... It's because of toxic masculinity. It's because he did something. He's not sharing with me. but And it's whatever. It's whatever. It could be whatever. but uh, It's his fault, not hers. Yeah. If there's anything wrong with men, well, oh, well,
1: you guys
0: deserve it. And that's not fair.
1: Well, men- there's, there's, there's so many more programs out there for women yeah. compared to men in order mm-hmm. to get any kind of assistance. Mental health assistance, uh, financial child assistance, support. child support, anything like that. And... You know what? If if society's supposed to be equal, why isn't it equal in that in that yeah. manner?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why is why is the vast majority of homeless people still men? Why, why is the mass
1: ma- vast majority of on the job deaths still men? men? Yeah. You know why is mental health cases that aren't addressed men?
2: Jordan Peterson talks about this. He's like he talks about um, the military being mostly men. He talks about the dangerous jobs being mostly men. He talks about how men get screwed in divorce courts and all these things. He goes, "Where's the oppression?
3: Because mm-hmm.
2: when you oppress somebody, you make them do the dangerous jobs. You you send them into battle. You you rule against them in courts courts of law. So where is the oppression? And right.
0: it's the oppression is against the men.
2: I don't even think it's against the men. I just think that Western society as a whole is is." It's pretty good. It's pretty good and it coddles women. And it coddles women and you know what? I don't think men should be coddled. I know it's a weird one because I have that but I think men can deal with it. As long as you're not stacking the deck completely against us
1: Well and as long as you raise your boys to be able to um, realize that life is not fair Mm -hmm. and life is going to screw you over. You need to be prepared to deal with it.
2: And no amount of taxing and regulations and government programs and blah, 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 blah is going to fix that.
1: Right. right.
2: It's just going to be unfair. You, you mm-hmm. cannot
1: legislate fairness. Yeah.
0: Even if we didn't have a government and we were just back to basics, providing on our own, trying to do things. Um <clears throat> life's too easy in the west that's for it's, sure. it's it First would be problem. it yeah. would be unfair we would have to try and find our own lumber try and do all these other things hunt and gather and do all these other things it would just still be unfair no you know what we would do we would almost automatically drop back
2: into why don't why don't ladies build us a shelter we'll get some wood you guys build a shelter. Let's see if we can go find some water. Men will venture out. Let's see if we can find some water and some food. You guys... Find, like, that's probably what we'd fall into. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And we would probably fall into a hierarchy of men kind of dictating how it went. Absolutely. Because I men are pretty good at setting up societies. Whether people like to admit it or not, all the <laughs> successful ones have been patriarchal. The ones that survive, at least. The one, Yeah. It,
0: it's... And it's interesting. So I guarantee you, if we lost all our modern conveniences for whatever reason, we would default to who's the most, quote unquote, alpha male and what decisions is he making? Yeah. What 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 do we need to do? What's our role in this new society that this alpha male is making? That's like they did that,
2: uh, they did one of those survivor shows or something and it was men versus women. Mm-hmm. And it just went. It went horribly wrong for the women. Like within a couple hours, the men had already kind of figured out what all of their roles, and they had kind of built a shelter already. And then within like two weeks, they had provided them food. The women had already gone through all the food. They actually got so bad they had to take two men off of the male team, put them on the women island, and take two women and put them over here on the men island.
1: To to. And even even then,
2: out. now it's just one show. But even then, you saw the two women who got brought over. They're walking into paradise. They've got it all kind of set. They didn't do any work and the men kept working.
0: And over here, the men had to go and build. So in it's such. Wit- Feminists today, people, who, women who claim themselves as feminist. Quote, I'm, and I'm Ma- using modern that term. So yeah, third wave. I'm, I'm sur- using that term so loosely because a true feminist is not. I don't think a true feminist would actually believe in what a modern feminist would believe in today. No, they wouldn't. Um a feminist today would not be able to survive in a society like that. They would have to default to a male because they don't understand. And it's so rare there's and going back to a couple of our last episodes. We have no facts or figures towards this. This is just our own opinion, but I am going to say maybe one in every 100,000 women would actually know what to do in a situation in a survival situation like that.
2: But there's also there's plenty of advantages to also being a woman. There's Women multitask better. They're better caretakers. They're more nurturing. They're much nicer than men.
0: We can keep track of more tasks than
2: a man can.
1: They're generally more detail-oriented.
2: Yeah. There's so many strengths to being a woman. It's like, why would you... Every man will tell you, don't try and be a man.
1: Like, right. don't do that How about instead of trying to be the same how about we celebrate our differences yeah and realize that they balance each by other By
2: the way without women men wouldn't have built any of this right we would have been like why right like that's the one thing is is look around you everything everything you can see has been built by men for women and
0: they mm-hmm. wanted well for women and they wanted to continue their legacy
1: yeah right it's an easy example right I'm hungry. And I'm like, hey Megan, you, are you hungry? She says no. I'm like, okay. She's like, well, are you gonna cook yourself something? Well, no. <laughs> well, why not? It's like, well, I'm not gonna bother going and do, going through a big mess to cook myself yeah. something if you're not gonna eat too. Like, I'll wait until you're hungry and then I'll make us both something. I'm not gonna do twice the work. Yeah. Just just to feed us at different times.
2: There's a there's a comedian who talks about that, and he's like, look if. If being, you know, broke and living in your mom's basement got you, got you a bunch of pussy, every man would just be broke and living in his mom's basement. Like, the reason you do that is because that's what attracts mates. The Mm -hmm. reason you act a certain way, talk a certain way, you're successful, try and make like you, try and set yourself up socially that way is because that's what attracts mates. It's not gold digging. It's just I, I think really do think women have a natural desire to be taken care of. Again, totally fine. But they look for
1: people who have more. Mm -hmm. It makes more sense to be that way. Well, and as far as nature goes, yes. Because as a woman, if you're going to have children, you want your offspring to be taken care of. Yeah. And if you can provide a better environment for them to to thrive in, that's what you're going to go for. Right? You're not going to go and have kids with the homeless guy that lives in a ditch down the street. You're going to go and try and find somebody that can actually provide for your offspring. Hey, Oscar. that
2: homeless guy has feelings, too. I, sure, know. he has
1: feelings, <laughs> but you know what? If he really cared about himself and cared about his society that he lives in, then he would put forth more effort to make it better. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I can't blame women for trying to find the best mate. Yeah. You know? And, you know, as as a guy, hey, if I could provide for multiple women... Then man, I want to provide for multiple women. Ha! But you, that's not how excuse our excuse me. But, but that's not how our society is built. Yeah. Right. It's it's very set to um, monogamy, m- monogamy and monomina, and <laughs> and set to be able to build and provide for your own. And that one way to look at it is greed. Right, and in a way, greed is good, yeah. because greed is a motivator, and if you don't have motivation, then why are we doing any of it? Right, greed makes the world ro- go around. Mm-hmm. Right, if yeah. if money didn't matter, then why don't these rich millionaires in Hollywood give away all their money? Yeah, until they have nothing. nothing? Yeah. Right? Why does Bernie Sanders have three homes and drive Lamborghinis when he wants to tax people at 90%?
0: Is that true that he has three homes and Lamborghinis?
1: Yeah. He's got three homes and there's pictures of him driving a Lamborghini on the freeway. <clears throat> but look, if if these people really believed in what they spoke, they would do it. Yeah. Right. Nobody is saying that you can't pay more in taxes now. Like if you think that's the ideal society is to pay 90% of your income in taxes, feel free to write a check to the U.S. government for 90% of your earnings. We won't stop you. Yeah. Right. That is your personal choice. Do not force me into doing the same thing just because you think it's a good idea. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Because I'm barely making what you're making. Anyways. Um. But being the United States of America. As well. Mar-
1: Merca. Merca.
0: You don't have to do that either. And. I guess it's sort of segueing into what Bernie Sanders is all about. Who. Didn't he just win the New Hampshire primaries? Yep. Um he's all about socialism and the rich paying their "quote unquote fair share." Um
1: What is the fa- shouldn't the fair share be paying for whatever you use? Wouldn't that be fair?
0: I mean,
2: so that's again that's that moving that's that moving target though that we talked about earlier of fair share is is completely a moving target. Fair share to someone like us, we're like, "Hey, you know, Pay for your own stuff, and
1: they they can't put a number. On
2: pay what you no, and that they do is they go. A lot of them, especially Sanders supporters, it's pay for whatever I want for free, but you need to pay for it because that's your fair share because you you went out and earned that money. Why
1: are you so greedy to want to keep your own money? Yeah, I want your money. That's not greed, right? Right.
0: So okay, perfect example here. We just watched a movie that was. Absolutely awful. But granted, each one of those actors earned their money that they got in that movie. Well, I don't
1: know if they really
0: earned it. I, I, I mean, they got no, paid for it. They got paid for it. I'm going to say they earned it. couple of them. But that's because because the going
2: rate for uh, their services. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Just because they their characters were written terribly doesn't mean they did not earn it. They tried to do their best. I'm going to go for the most positive aspect. And here. Henry
2: Cavill was probably dehydrated to all hell. I, so he was, was death's door, and it was like
0: legitimately. C G his mouth. He, yeah, that poor guy. He has given interviews that he he has dehydrated for at least three to four days before doing um, scenes like. I was that. reading an article. One guy, art, one actor was talking about how
2: he was like. A day from organ failure, <laughs> they had to run him that day
0: to the hospital. It's it's crazy what these poor guys go through.
1: Hashtag and, positive body image, right?
0: And, Realistic
1: standards.
0: So you're telling me that the the legitimate body sacri- physical sacrifices and even mental and emotional sacrifices that he goes through are not worth the millions of dollars that he go that he earns. I'm going to say he earned that to look as good as he does in that movie. Oh yeah. He freaking earned that. Um,
1: Hey, if I got paid million, $20 million to do that, I'd totally do that too. Yeah. Just saying
2: uh-huh. Joe Rogan talked about that on his podcast. He's like, that, that's, you know what? He said that actresses need to quit complaining. He goes, here's the thing. Uh, someone walks up to you and goes, Hey, I'm going to give you $20 million and million. You're going to star in this blockbuster movie, but you got to lose 20 pounds. Guess what you're going to do? Lose twenty pounds. Right, it's twenty million dollars in starring in a blockbuster movie.
1: That's it's, just the price you pay. It's a million dollars per pound. Yeah, right. Like, I'm sure you'll get over it.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll live with it. It's just Hollywood is all about body image. Um, personally, I feel more for the men because I feel like they're more willing to work for more of it than the women are. Um, I, I could know. be wrong. Gal Gadot, she's gorgeous.
1: I don't know what's her name. Aborted her baby so she could get an yeah. award. I
0: don't want to talk about that. Her, about her, she's just. Um, anybody mean, who listens, to this... I don't this... know any
1: man that could go any further than that. <laughs> yeah, like murder. Okay, give me an award. My own child. Oh,
0: anybody man. who listens to this may know who we're talking about. She just won an award. Was Cause it an I don't Oscar? know what her name is. <laughs> it's know, it's Michelle Golden, Williams. Golden oh, okay. Her name's Michelle Williams. She a long time ago, when Heath Ledger was still alive, she had a child. She was in a relationship with Heath Ledger, had a child with him. Um, they broke it off and he eventually committed suicide during the filming of um, Dr. Parnassus Imaginarium Emporium, I think was the name of the movie. And then they got Johnny Depp and Jude Law into that movie to help replace Heath Ledger. Um, she aborted a child. With her current partner as of Valentine's Day 2020 um, to have a role that won her a, was it an Oscar? Or yeah, Golden Globe. I Golden think. Globe, excuse
2: me. <laughs> Not even an Oscar. No.
0: Personally, I think that's disgusting. Yeah.
1: But you didn't want to talk about this. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll move yeah, on. Yeah,
0: well, will we have to, yeah, because this is supposed to be more about um,
1: who knows men
0: being <laughs> men being mistreated in basically society in general. But again,
2: I don't think I don't think men are are victims. I don't. I just also don't think women are victims. I think victims are victims.
0: Victims are victims. I just so in my mind, I feel like men are portrayed as more as the. Incompetent ones, and that's not fair.
1: The buffoons, the buffoons. I mean, you see it a lot in sitcoms, right? Yeah. It's like men, men are the idiots, and women always have to go, "Oh no, you big dummy!" Blah blah blah. And,
3: and,
0: like I know there was a commercial you said you saw at one point, Jim, and I, I don't remember what it was, but like it irritated you that I was talking about was, it earlier.
2: It was the one he wouldn't change his shirt because his shirt was dirty. And oh, like, got it. Like yeah. that's it, he looked so dumb. It I like had to. Walk away Mm -hmm. and calm down, because I was like, no one would do that. If you're going out and you're dressing up nice and you have a dirty shirt, Mm -hmm. you would put on like a clean, clean shirt. She wouldn't have to sit there and argue. And you know, you look at, you look at any sitcom, you look at any commercial. It's also some man who can't figure something out.
1: Well, it's it's funny too, because I mean, a lot of them are still good shows, right? Like one I I was just thinking about was, um, uh, Home Improvement, right. You remember Old Home Improvement with uh, Tim, the tool man, Taylor? Yeah. It's like, all right, he was an idiot. I mean, what did he want to do? He wanted to put more horsepower into everything, and it always yeah. blew up in his face. But it was a comedy. Yeah. Right? And we took it for that. And his wife was always the level-headed one. He'd go to his neighbor for advice. So, I mean, there were still good male role models in there. And not everybody was an idiot. It was just the main character. He was
2: just bad at home improvement. That right. Was the, yeah. That was the
1: joke. Yeah. Right? He's got his own TV show, and he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he's got to rely on his his assistant for that.
2: But he wasn't the dumb, dupe, like, dumpy, goofy idiot. Right. He was just bad at home improvement. He was just bad at home He was work. still a good dad. He was Oh, still, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, stuff like that, I mean people point to a lot of the sitcoms too where the husband's a fat idiot and he's got a gorgeous wife yeah right? it's like okay yeah we all know that's unrealistic unless it's Hollywood and the dudes loaded right yeah. you're not gonna be scoring a super hot wife when you're fat and stupid and ugly you know unless you're me then then I scored the smoking hot wife right brownie points yeah but uh, you know it's it's interesting and uh yep there you go what do we think
0: i think i'm recording both of you on bite and you both look gorgeous
1: that's sweet that's cool nice cool, cool. how are we on time i'm sure we're in long again
0: uh, almost an hour and a half where at, or excuse me, two and a half hours.
1: Two and a half hours? I think that's well overdue. Yeah. I think we're... I think we're going to start talking in circles here in a minute. If we haven't already. Right. But, uh, are there any other points you want to make, Megan? Before, uh, you, you make more bite videos? So. Let's get that al- alcohol-fueled wisdom out of ya. Yeah. Hashtag men are dumb.
0: So, no. I think certain men are dumb. Well,
1: that's a given. There is a a bell curve to that, right? Right. Um, I keep looking in my cup like there's going to be something there. Like something more is going to pop in like refill itself?
0: Personally, like I've said earlier in this podcast, I didn't have the greatest um, examples I always believed my grandfather to be the beacon of a great example of what a man should be and should provide. Um, He came from England. He was born in England, came from England um, to Canada, then to America. He did earn his green card, by the way. He became part of the law enforcement, part of the SWAT team in Los Angeles, California, and went through a bunch of stuff. He became lieutenant of our local community, um, sheriff's department. And he just was to me, according to my mom and according to what I, I remember of him was a beacon of the magnificent masculinity that could be provided to a female.
1: Um, my gr- awesome mustache, smoked pipe. It's also a great. A
2: it's also a great like American dream style right. story. Came right. over from another country,
0: and and he didn't. He spoke in an American accent, unless one of his English family members came over to visit. Then all of a sudden, his British accent came out
1: because he wasn't posh. Mm,
0: right. It just it just happened, and then my mom would always say that she couldn't understand what he was saying at that time. Um, but it just, men are definitely given the short stick in my belief, and that's not fair to them because they work hard. They really do. And a lot of the men that I have chosen to be positive influences in my life have worked very hard. Um, I have an uncle who... Has worked very hard for his wife who is disabled Um, most recently he there there has been some news that I found very disturbing but for the most part he's worked very hard for his wife for his family for his household my husband works very hard for myself for our daughter I know Jim works very hard for his his family and he, he provides for He helps to, excuse me, he helps to provide for his family in his house. There's so many men who deserve to have praise for what they do. They don't deserve to be treated or represented as inept people in the household.
2: I think my final statement would be we need to make sure Megan gets drunk before every podcast (laughs) and then she'll cry. She'll cry. Lots and lots and be very emotional and we'll have a great podcast. I I, I only cried a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, so you've been through a lot of emotions. (laughs) Very emotional day for Megan. She started off throwing things, things, books. Okay,
0: but that wasn't during the podcast. (laughs) No.
1: Wielding a pair of scissors Yeah (laughs) Violently I was like
0: (laughs) We were
3: sitting
2: back I was like Hey maybe we put those down Yeah Uh,
0: Albert tried to Take them away from me And I said no That wasn't
1: working out I was afraid she was Going to stab me But uh, You know what Um, Men Men Are men Women are women We need to Appreciate And celebrate Both Yeah And realize that They're different Mm -hmm. And that's okay and it's a good thing.
2: Yeah.
1: And stop trying to be what you're not. And over mm-hmm. the course of human history, they're different for a reason.
2: Yeah. It's not just arbitrary. don't no. just become – there's a reason we're also different.
1: And you know what? Let's celebrate our differences because that – it balances one another. It helps society. And I think as we grow together, we grow stronger.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And – uh, no, no man is an island. I think yeah. is the saying. So let's let's be a cluster of islands and form into our own little continent of humanity.
2: Yeah,
1: and uh, we'll be we'll be the better for it. And now, before we
2: go on for another two hours on stuff
1: on random bullshit,
2: thank you for listening. If you have listened all this way, this is a real fan. We <sighs> apologize. Yeah, for, we're sorry.
1: Megan's drunkenness this This, evening.
2: This has been the Liberty or
0: Pie podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.
1: And check out your own research, because we don't know nothing.
0: Follow Jim and I. I am on Byte at MRG1687. And I am
2: at Toy Cannon. But if you go to the other social medias, I'm most likely at Toy Cannon YT.
0: I am most likely on Three People Review or... Mrg one six eight seven. I mean something.
1: Check it, yeah, we've got. Find a, us. We've got a YouTube that we were working on too. If you guys are interested in nerd reviews yeah. and nonsense superhero fights, blah blah blah. Where where can they find us on that? On YouTube three people. Three you, people.
2: You got three people review. We don't have our custom thing yet because we gotta get to 100 subs. But what? so
1: you need to go and sub so we could tell you yeah. at YouTube slash three people review. But that's not it right now because you haven't subscribed. So you better go and subscribe or else we're not going to get it and you can't find us.
0: But ultimately, thank you so much. We are very appreciative of you guys listening to us. These are legitimately only our opinions. If you want true research, just look into the research yourself. And you know what? If you have your own opinion, comments on even one of our videos on um, three people review on YouTube.
1: Facebook. Just let us know. Facebook too. Even Facebook, a- Facebook yeah. Liberty
0: or Pie is on Facebook. We we would love to have an open dialogue. That's that's what we want.
1: Tell us how dumb we are. Yeah.
0: These these podcasts are not gonna get shorter. No. <laughs> They're just not. not.
1: We, we we didn't have yeah. any subjects today and we went for two and a half hours. Yeah, so yeah boom.
0: This is obviously a subject we're all passionate about. Um, So please look us up, subscribe, like, even comment. We want to hear your opinions. And we can discuss that. We're more than happy to have an open discussion. So Throw us a topic. Let's let's talk
1: about anime titties.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.